Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We live. Yo, what is up, everyone, and welcome to episode 87. 87. 87. We're on episode 87, guys. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, if you guys are new, please. Follow the podcast, listen to the podcast. Whoa, 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 hold on. Sorry, I had to pause it on my YouTube. I'm watching the the, the live chat. So mm. if you guys don't know, this uh, podcast is also on YouTube. You guys are watching us there. Thank you very much. Hello, what's going on? Chat, yo, 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 yo. Anyways, we have a live chat on there, so if you guys want to stop by, drop any quick Qs and As. We kind of like look down sometimes. You guys want to drop a comment, come say hi, whatever, whatever it is during the podcast hours. Um, you can come and do that. Uh, get everything live, so as we're doing it, you don't have to wait till next day on like Spotify or something else. So again, we're on YouTube. We're also on Spotify Video. So if you guys watch us only strictly through Spotify, you guys can watch us there. Apple Podcasts, Google, um, whatever podcast platform you can find us, please watch us, rate, review. Uh, we're almost there to 17k plays, right? Yeah, we're that's that's yeah. our next goal. That's our next goal. We're getting real close, so uh, we could use your help there and. Uh, Remember, if you don't think it matters to rate and review, it does. It really helps us out, guys. So, again, collecting podcast. We talk about things we like. Gengar Greasy, what do you got? That's about it. Episode 87 of the Poke Tower Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in for our special live audience. We got a handful today. We got Sean, Lopez, Sam, Card Habit, Eddie, Josh. What's up, guys? You like the audio? Cool. Yo, Glad the audio yes, is better. <laughs> so thank you guys for stopping by. Um, again, we are a collectibles podcast. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and anything else that interests us. Tony, what's up? It's and Tony. 87 episodes deep. Um, we are planning stuff. We're planning stuff for the, the 100th episode. So uh, if you're in our Discord, and if, you can always join uh, by any of the links that we have in our videos. But um, for our, our 100th episode, we are thinking of doing something special. Um, so in our Discord, I've been asking around, hey, what do you guys want to do? Uh, so we'll continue to plan that out. And that's it for the info. All hey, right. that's right. <laughs> What's up? Some special oh, the audio? Uh, yeah, Sean said he could hear the, the can like it was opening up next to his ear. Yeah. That's great. We got, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff um, to talk about today. I hope you guys are appreciating the thumbnails. I'm making better thumbnails. I'm tapping in. I don't know if you guys, a lot of people probably didn't catch it, but um, I'm tapping into a lot of the 90s and 2000 video game magazines. That's where I'm drawing that inspiration from. So if you take a look at the thumbnail, you'll see that they're built like InQuest gamers. That's what they kind of look like. So uh, hopefully that helps you guys kind of understand what the episodes are going to be talking about. And uh, it's better than just like a, a purple backdrop. I don't know. All right. Let's get this party started with some Pokemon this week. Here we go. Get into the slides. All right, here we go, Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? All right, our Pokemon segment uh, has usually features all kinds of stuff, but I would say the last four weeks or so, we started a new journey where we're going to cover every Pokemon booster expansion ever made, and we're going to talk about the PSA uh, cards, the populations. We're going to talk about the prices, and we're going to try and find maybe cards we didn't 
remember cards we don't think of often because they get drowned out by like Charizards and stuff like that. So last week we covered base set two, which a lot of people didn't know. Base set two came out before Rocket, uh, and that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Pokemon Team Rocket. Um, now, this is an interesting set because when I did a screenshot here for the hollows, right? I did the hollows here. There's more hollows in this set, but the prices of them significantly drop. So what you're going to see here is like a top 10, top 12 list. The rest, there's a couple others in there, a couple trainer cards and things like that, but they're just not on the level for us to really track, right? So this was a good enough list right here. Um, you'll be surprised that there is a rare non-hollow that's in this top list. Pretty crazy. Um, so here we go. Let's start it off. A little sip. And here we go. Um, these are first edition prices uh, from TCG Player. So not all this is going to be completely accurate, but it definitely gives us an idea of which cards are the most desirable, which cards are the most expensive. And as, as you guys have seen, that doesn't always correlate, right? Because that's why we look at the price, then we look at the pops, and we're like, wait a minute. This thing's so expensive, but nobody's grading the damn thing. So there's there's a lot of that. Um, and what what does that help you do? It's really up to you and how you perceive that information, right? It could be, you could say it's good, you could say it's bad, you could twist and turn it all, all kinds of different ways. For us, it's just showing the information to help you make better decisions. That's all it is. So first up on the list, you have Dark Charizard. I, I don't think that was a surprise. Um, $555. You get Dark Blastoise, number two, at 280 Dark Dragonite. At number three, at 177. Keep in mind, there is an error, Dark Dragonite as well, where the his number is number five. There will be a non-hollow variant of that card that's also numbered number five. The and it's a it's a legit error. It's not a rare non-hollow because there's actually a rare non-hollow Dark Dragonite, and then there's a no-hollow error Dark Dragonite. So two different cards. They look exactly the same, minus the number at the, the bottom. Um, but uh, see, he's not on this list, and he would he would be arguably one of the best cards you can get. Um, Dark Raichu, Secret Rare, 121. Dark Charizard Non-Hollow, 83. Dark Gyarados, 82. I did not... Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Dark Alakazam, 77. Dark Machamp, 64. Dark Slowbro, 48. Dark Hypno, 44. Dark Doug Trio, 38. Dark Magneton, which is, we'll talk about him later, but 38 bucks. Rainbow Energy and Dark Vileplume. What's going on? Oh, you guys are dicking around on the... <laughs> the, the dog. You guys hear the dog in the back? No, I or can't hear anything. Oh, sweet. I was over here like, geez, I'm ruining the podcast with this dog barking in the back. Oh. Sweet. No, I was just muting myself. I was waiting. Yeah. It's so barking. the yeah, I'm gonna card habit. The um the the Dragonite is actually number five. Here we'll go and we'll we'll look this up because this is good to talk about. So Dark Dragonite, ho, um Hollow. He's gonna be number five. He is number five out of eighty two. Now. If you 
the 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 reason you have to figure this is kind of confusing. It's hard to explain, but look, this is the no hollow. This is the non hollow Dragonite, and he's labeled number twenty two, right? Everyone following? But mm -hmm. the no hollow error would be a number five that's not hollow. So there's it's weird. Same card, different number. If you get a number five that's not hollow, that's the error. If you get a number two that's or number twenty two that's hollow or not hollow, that's that's just normal. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Here, let's watch. No hollow. Here it is. No, it makes sense. You guys, I know, but I, I want to I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Card habits call me out. So here you go. Oh, that's not clear enough for you. Here we go. This might work. Of course it doesn't. Let me see. Can we get in here? Can you get can you can we get in here? Expand. What the heck is that? Oh yeah, my goodness. That didn't do anything for me. What the Ugh. Get out of here. Okay. As you can see here, I don't know if you guys can see, these are both labeled number five. This one's hollow. This one's not hollow. But if you look at the label, he's number five. He's number five. No hollow. Yeah. So 22, 22 would be the non-hollow, just regular one. And this is the error, number five. All right. So let's keep moving on. There's your list there. Um... I was surprised to see Dark Charizard non-hollow ahead of a lot of cards. Now, remember these are first. When I first saw it. Huh? I was too when I first saw it. I was yeah. Like, oh, what? It, Rare. These are also first edition prices, so it doesn't always correlate. But what I did is I went ahead and got the PSA pops for unlimited, so we can kind of see those lines being drawn. All right. So moving on. Here we go. Number one was the Dark Charizard. And we're just going to take a holistic look here. I'm not going to name every number because I figure that's kind of boring for you guys. Dark Blastoise with 50 tens, Dark Dragonite with 36 tens, Dark Raichu with 27 tens, and Dark Charizard with 151 tens. So, again, we're seeing that same trend across, I don't know, what, three or four sets now? Raichu for some reason. Now, this is a secret rare. It's a completely different rarity. But Raichu for like the last three or four sets has been the number three or four card in every list and his pops are pretty much lower than everyone else. So it's interesting to see him so high up on the list, but the stats are showing, you know, people just really don't grade him. And and that could mean a lot of things. But to me, it's just like people want money for it raw, but nobody's flipping them. You know what I mean? Nobody's grading them and just like, oh, I'm going to sell it now. It's really weird. So um, another thing to look at here, the Dragonite populations are are pretty darn low. Like they're lower, they're just about as low as Dark Raichu. And I think Dark Dragonite is a way more sought after, desirable chase slash Pokemon in, in in general. So if I was looking at this sheet, I wouldn't be going for Blastoise and Charizards. I'd be trying to get Dark Dragonites. Because his population's much lower. It's it's lower than the Blastoise, it's lower than the Charizard, and it's lower than the rare non hollow Charizard. But he's the number three card, and I think that's significant. So this is this is when I look at this and I'm like, okay, he's the number three card most expensive. Not a lot are graded. There are some opportunities in there. Is he a secret rare? No. The Dark Raichu is. 
Yeah, the dark ride cheese is secret rare. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, so this is one of those things. They say, you know, it could just be that people haven't caught up yet. And, you know, that dark Dragonite might be a great buy right now. And then the demand for Dragonite, you know, is likely to increase over time, right? So that's why I think it's good because if there's not a lot graded, that could that could mean, I mean, it could be that a lot more are grading terribly. We only show the eight through ten, but um, let's say let's say you bought two PSA nines, right? Um, and you held them both. I would say in the next year you would probably see you know you would see significant gains, and it would also be easier for you to sell the Dragonite because there's less of them. So when someone looks for one, there's going to be less to find. You know what I mean? It's 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 like it's niche, right? If a if a dark Dragonite fan, let's say there's 500 of them, and there's 500 dark Dragonite fans right now today that want a PSA nine, and there's 475. You're talking about a one to one ratio almost, right? Only a few guys are going to lose. Let's say there are um, 500 uh, dark Blastoise fans, and they're ready to buy right now for PSA nine. There's 576 floating around, so there is more supply. Than the current demand, so there you you risk you ha- there's a risk there that you could possibly lose value if more bl- dark Blastoise keep getting graded. Now the safe thing about him is that he's a good character. A lot of people like Blastoise, so that's the thing that kind of it's like insurance, you know. But when I look at this, I say, hey, I know dark Charizard and dark Blastoise is like a no brainer, but this dark Dragonite seems like a great option. It seems like people are. Not paying attention to him. That's what it seems like to me. When you look at the prices and then you look at the pops, something is not matching. Real basic stuff. All right. Next page, you got the Dark Gyarados with 70 tens, Dark Alakazam with 49 tens, which is crazy. That seems like it should be easy to grade, but I guess not with that black backdrop. Uh, Dark Machamp, 39 tens, Dark Slowbro, 35 tens, which is. I think that's a sick card. I love that little green backdrop it has. And then Dark Hypno, 7610s. Now, these are unlimited. These aren't first edition. Um, But low pops pretty much across the board compared to these. Now, the difference is I could see why Dark Hypno is not very desirable. The other ones... Yeah, I'm not a Hypno fan at all. The other ones, though, are... They're solid characters, especially because Slowbro... Remember, we looked at the other sets, base, base 2... Um, uh, but, 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 but fossil and jungle. There's no, there's no slow bros out there. So this is kind of like the first time we see him, you know, as far as a hollow goes. So it's interesting that he's down there because it's it's a solid card. It looks great, you know. Yeah, I would. If I had a choice, I would put him over Dark Machamp. And I, I had a PSA nine. I had a PSA nine Dark Machamp. What's like up? Dark I like the Dark Machamp. I think it's pretty cool. No, it's it's a nice. It like, is nice for him. Slowbro with the green is kind of, is is sick because you don't see that green hollow a lot. Yeah, kind of cool. But the the Dark Machamp is really nice. I had a PSA nine. I bought it for fifty dollars, like in I don't know twenty twenty. Bought it for fifty bucks, uh, and then you know nine months later I was selling it for triple the price because I'm not a huge Dark Machamp fan. But it was kind of the yeah. same. The same thought process I'm talking about Dark Dragonites. It it really happened for me with the Dark Machamp. Um Dark Gyarados, Dark Alakazam, I think those are great characters. Um 
but yeah, that slow bros pop is is pretty darn low. And it's crazy that there's more hypnos out there being graded. Like why are everyone why is there, why are more people grading the hypnos? What's going on for the nines? Look at that. <laughs> Bunch of weirdos. That's what it is. Bunch of weirdos like hypno. Maybe it's weird. Him and Dark Slobo are pretty neck and neck in price. It's interesting. I don't know what to think of that. All right. Last page here. You got the Dark Doug Trio 2410s. Oh, that's kind of sick. You got, uh, it's all right. It, uh, Dark Magneton. Yeah, look at this. It just looks like a, well, the picture you have here looks like a little like collage. You don't really see him too much, you know? Yeah. Dark Magneton 410s. By by definition, he should be the chase. He should be the one everyone wants to get. There are four tens. Uh, you got the Rainbow Energy fourteen tens, and then Dark File Plume sixteen tens. Dark File Plumes, yeah. And that Dark Magneton, I mean, the energy's not even that bad either, though. Yeah, it, people get mad when they pull that one though. Looks sick. I would too, though. When you're going what? for like, I, if I didn't get something from these first two pages, I'd be pretty mad. Dude, I need a soundboard. Get the soundboard. Why? Oh, great! That's. Oh, like, how much is a pack? A pack of rockets pretty expensive. It's like. Yeah, let's. I mean, we can check it out. Let's see. Let's go, uh, Team Rocket Heavy. Be like, that's that's basically like buying a heavy pack and be like, ah, oh, green card. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, well, we got a twenty-one grammar here at eight hundo. That's first edition, though. Oh, that's first edition. That's actually that, that doesn't seem bad. At. What do you mean that doesn't seem eight hundred dollars for first edition heavy? That's a lot of money. Eight hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. I mean, first, it has OBO on it. First edition heavy. We're not. We're not talking. But I again, mean, like you said, like you said, you're you're ripping rainbow out, and you're. Yeah, yeah, you're pissed. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, four fifty for unlimited. That's not bad. That just doesn't seem bad. Mm. Unlimited though. That doesn't seem bad because you can find. I mean, yeah, I guess it's not bad. That's like half the. Half I feel the like price. these have come down a little bit. I haven't. I haven't looked in a while, but I mean, you just buy that right now for fifty bucks. Heavy play. <laughs> Heavy play. No, no, thank you. Next. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not, <laughs> he said not everyone is as rich as you. I'm not rich, but when you're talking, this is just, look at this. Hold on. Gosh, you guys are, look at this. How much, how much are we buying a, uh, just a regular hollow for? Huh? How much is a regular hollow? Like first edition regular hollow PSA eight to nine condition. You're you're paying quite a bit. So let's say there's eight hundred for this one, right? Now let's go let's do uh let's go PSA eight first edition. Let's do who do you want to do? You wanna do dark out Al- let's do dark alakazam. Let's see what happens to him. Yeah, pretty average average player. Whoa. No, these are these are auctions. Hold on. Uh, shoot well look at that that's only a hundred bucks but what's the jump to a nine because this doesn't seem bad at all really this is the first edition yeah that's not bad at all but let's check out let's let's try a nine because i think i think 
you could realistically pull a 9 or a 10. That's a no That's non-hollow, 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 non-hollow. Where are we at? Give me something. Is this a hollow? Nope, not a hollow. Those are hollows. That's, that's how you PSA get. That's how you get hollow. got right there. Right there, right there. PSA ten. Like what? I want seven fifty from here. This guy only wants two hundred. That's Which not what. That's amazing. People don't oh. like Alakazam. Well, shoot, I hey. I don't get it. So wait, how much does Charizard go for in this? Charizard's quite a bit. So that's what everyone's basing their sealed pack off of. Like, you could get a Charizard. Probably. Let's take a look. Uh, here's a booty. That's not a hollow. That's not a hollow. Uh, no, no, no. Hollow right here. Eight seventy. Yeah, that's that's probably where that price is coming from. <laughs> Eight seventy. Eight ninety nine. Yeah. Eight seventy. Yeah. Hmm. You could definitely. I would definitely. I would definitely. Well, now that we now that we discovered this, I would definitely take a look. I would definitely take a look at um, the graded slabs of these first edition hollows. When you're getting a PSA nine first edition for two hundred, that's a no brainer. Um. Yeah. The no thing. Brainer. Well, the thing that's interesting. We just saw an unlimited pack for what. 400 450 yeah 450 yeah, 400, that 450 but, and you're going to you're going to pull best to 8 or 9 out of there maybe <clears throat> maybe a 10 if you buy a heavy pack and then on top of that you don't know what hollow you're getting you can get, you can be reamed with the rainbow well, energy it's not it's not every pack it's also not every pack that we tell you guys to open you know what i mean um that's that's where you you have to do this every time when you're like should i buy the pack or should i keep it sealed or open you have to do this to understand, and now you know this is a this don't is rip it open. Yeah, this is something you know that's looking like you probably shouldn't sure. open it. Unless you've just been seeing sevens everywhere, sevens are just popping up in weird places for no reason. You're like, what are <laughs> sevens for? Then maybe you go you go crazy, you rip open your heavy pack, and you get distraught because you got a rainbow. So rainbow energy. I want to do this here. Let me just do a quick. I want to do a quick check row here, um, real quick here. So let's go. Lowest price plus shipping. And then I want it and buy it now. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's actually going on. Okay. First edition Team Rocket Booster. 70? What? No, light. What? No. It's got to be open, open, right? It's got to be open. It's got to be open. just the wrapper. It's just the wrapper. There's no, no this guy has two reviews. I wouldn't buy from that guy. Screw that. This okay, got moving on. Way. Moving on. That's a ripoff. Moving on. 175. Okay. That's this is not bad. Now it's probably light. I would totally assume it's light. But that's not bad. You know what I mean? They were over 200 at one point. I remember that. I remember when the booster packs were getting out of control. Like so that's like an outlier. Don't buy these long crimps. I mean, you can buy the long crimps, just realize that they weigh differently. So it's this, just a picture of him holding the rabbit. <laughs> it's for 205. Uh, this one's light for sure. So this is totally light. This is 200 bucks. Yeah. And th this just seemed to me just quickly looking, you have to do a little more research, but briefly looking, this is something I would buy and keep sealed a hundred percent. 
And so, so next, the next weary dreamer who's like, hey, I've been seeing all sevens. <laughs> these aren't, this, this is not. Sevens. I'm going to go buy this pack. Yeah. These aren't terrible prices at all. No, not bad at all. Um, and the reason, the reason I kind of got that cue though is because um, the guy that I bought my booster box from, my base set booster box from, he was he was dropping offers on other sealed booster boxes, and I was like, "Dang, these have dropped quite a bit." And that was kind of like my cue mentally, like, "It's about that time right now. It's about that time." Um, <laughs> and this is kind of this is kind of a sh- you know this is a, a small example of what exactly what I'm talking about. The soundboard, Lizzo, bang. So there bang. you go. All right, and that's the last page there. Um, but that's that's sweet. I actually cool. this set I is a it's about Rocket, but I guess not. You don't see it a lot, so it's cool to see. It's cool to look at this stuff because you you're gonna see Dark, Dark Charizards everywhere, but it's like you forget we forget about Dark Dragonite, which is arguably a way cooler card. I mean that that blue hollow on the white is clean. And I always thought non hollow Dark Charizards were always just like fake fake cards. So I just I always thought he always came in hollow. So every time I saw him not hollow, I'm like that's yeah, fake. fake. <laughs> And he, I mean, you got him taking back shots too, which is kind of weird. It's fake. Why is your Charizard taking back shots? Like, turn I around. He was only in hollow in this set, but I guess. I don't know. Like, why make him hollow and non hollow? Gyarados is gnarly. Uh, Dark Alexam, sweet. Like, they're all really nice. Dark Hypno is, you know, whatever. Um, other than that, I don't really have a Dark Doug Trio. I probably would not be thrilled <laughs> if I got that. You know, but but everyone yeah, else looks, is pretty cool. It looks tight to me. It's like, I don't know. I don't think it looks tight. I have Maybe the, I can't see the picture that well, but it looks looks like a blurry collage of like water paint. You know what I mean? Like someone just yeah. No, it, it really does look like that. It really does look like that, oh. and it kind of has like a teal backdrop. But it's just it's dicklets, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so there you guys go. Another Pokemon booster set expansion uh, done for. So what are we moving on into next week? Oh crap! I don't even know. I don't even know what comes up next uh, on the list. After is it Rocket. one of the gym gym heroes? Yeah, gym yeah. heroes. Yeah, so uh, love me some Zard back. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be moving on probably into the gym series uh, next week. Whatever, I'll look at a list and whatever's next in line is gonna be next. Uh, but that's it for Pokemon. Thank you guys for your participation on that one. We had a little good good discussion there. And now let's get into some Digimon. Here we go. Digimon. All right, guys. Our Digi Destin segment is about everything. Dude, are you like mega zoomed in? I am mega zoomed in. Like, oh, there you go. This, but the only thing is I can't see. Oh, I see. I see. No, it's fine. You're good. You're good. I, I, if I, I can't see nothing on the screen now. So You're I fine. have to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, Digi Destin, everything about Digimon today. We're talking about something a little bit different. And uh, that's not, you weren't supposed to see that. Okay. <laughs> no one saw that. Digimon Cardass. Now, I saw these cards on eBay a few weeks ago. Added them to the watch list because I thought they looked really cool, right? Um, Don't know anything about it. I, do, I don't know anything about Digimon Cardass, but I do know a lot about Cardass because I bought my Pokemon Pocket Monster cards from there. I also know that they have to do with a lot of vending type Trading cards and stickers and things like that. That's that's the brand. I felt like these were stickers back in the day, weren't they? Not like didn't didn't there's like a poster or stickers of these like all good guys on one side and all the bad guys on another. 
Oh, I don't know. But or at least I remember seeing it like in the stores. Never had it, but I remember seeing like as soon as that popped up, I was like, oh, I've seen this. I you probably saw something similar to it. I doubt you saw these. But um the thing about these is when I was looking at these on eBay, the guy was like talking it up, you know, and he had he was like starting the auction at like a thousand dollars and he's like, These are the rarest cards of all time and you'll never find and I was like, Oh god. <laughs> Here we go. Well, it turns out Ludkins did an article on these very cards that I was looking at on eBay. Like the same, these were the same ones that were listed. So we're going to take a look at, to, at that today. Um, I don't really have an opinion on this, but uh, we'll, we'll check it out. So here you go. This is from Ludkins Media. This is one of our best Digimon sources. A closer look at the Digimon Adventure Cardass series. Again, these cards were on eBay. I rem- Let's see if we can zoom in. I think they were a sticker or something. I'm not sure. Between two pieces of cardboard at one of those little. Anyways, uh, when the Digimon Virtual Pets first hit the scene, which branched out from Bandai's wildly popular Tamagotchi series, Digimon Digital Monsters came out. Blah blah blah. Um, so here we go. Some of these have become incredibly rare and valuable, and thanks to Faraz Khalil, one of our readers who collects vintage Digimon cards, we will share some of the rarest from the Cardass series. So this is. From the guy who was selling the cards themselves, somehow he got in touch with the Ludkins guys. Now they're promoting it. I don't know how I feel about any of this. Now, if it's just strictly an educational thing, that's cool. But I can tell you the seller already was like pushing my buttons when he was saying it was the rarest thing in the world. And I was like, why are you selling it then? You know what I mean? Anyways, let's keep going. In 1988... Bandai launched their card-ass vending machines. These car- these cards focused on different Bandai anime. So again, this is just... Card-ass would print a bunch of stuff. It, it wasn't just Digimon. They've been around since 1988. They do a bunch of anime-type stuff. The technology behind card-ass wasn't always intended for dispensing cards, with Bandai initially wanting to use it as an information source for children. This intention soon changed as card-ass sales rocketed. The cards were dispensed through vending machines along with many other IPs. The cards have no practical game rules, but do have a vague HP printed below the artwork. And you can see that here with the cards. They look cool. Don't get me wrong. I love that old school Digimon artwork. The front of these particular cards have one of three main types. Vaccine, data, and virus. Digimon's name, okay. It is believed that this set was intended to help fans of digital monster handheld devices get to know what the Digimon really looked like. Okay, that makes sense. So they, they're giving you a visual because the graphics weren't great back then. It was, it was all pixelated. Uh, Digimon card-ass cards were released in 1997 and cost around 50 Singapore dollar, similar to Japanese yen. Only selected countries, sounds very familiar to something else we've heard of in the past, uh, only selected countries sold these cards, including Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Japan, which is the reason why some of them have become incredibly rare. The set was short-lived, however, as Bandai stopped production in 1999, just before the release of their popular Hyper Coliseum and Digibattle card games. The rarest of the cards are those that contain entire evolution groups, known as family cards. Another reason why these cards are so popular is because of the focus Digimon and nostalgia they stir in those who grew up in the 90s. Valuing these cards can be difficult. Okay, I'm glad you said that. 
with some of these having price tags upward of 5,000 ungraded. Feroz, Feroz has also shared with us some of the cards that can be put together to create one large art piece, like V-Union from Pokemon. Here's the cards. I'm not sure which one's going to fetch a $5,000 price point. I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that. Uh, and then this looks like the puzzle card where you'd kind of put it together. Faraz to Pharaohs told us how he started collecting Digimon when he was just seven years old, keeping his collection stored safely ever since. This has allowed him to acquire some of the rarest in the game, which have been kept in pristine condition. This led Pharaohs getting several of his rarest cards graded with SGC. This is the one I saw on eBay. He wanted insane amount of money for this. I don't think anyone bought it. And then he also had this one. I remember looking at this one too. When asked why he decided to get the cards graded, he told us that he realized that there are very few of these in the world and wanted to preserve the ones in his possession. He did reach to PSA and CGC to see if they could grade his cards, but they explained how they weren't, there weren't enough references to sufficiently grade the cards. We've heard that story before. <clears throat> this led to Pharaohs reaching out to Bandai for some references, but they told him that although they know these early cards exist, they no longer have a specific department that deals with that. A couple months after hitting the dead end, he came across SGC who agreed to grade the cards. Worried that they may later refuse to grade the cards, Pharaoh was sent in a 25th anniversary Charizard so he had at least something graded in the returns. Luckily, everything came back in a slab. Pharaoh has told us that there are only one of each of these cards in the SGC population at the time of writing this article. Which makes it likely that these are some of the only graded copies in existence. Okay. Over 20 years of the original Digimon Cardass series, Bandai released a new set to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the franchise. Okay, blah, blah, blah. There's 72 of those cards. What's going on with this? The reason why Bandai had to do this is because the film backups for these cards don't exist anymore. The special product comes with a special book, a box, a binder. Okay, so they had to do a reprint. All right, that's fine. Um... I honestly don't know what to... What do you think about that? So, these are supposed to be the rarest Digimon cards ever. But the guy was selling them. them. The guy was selling them. No. They were... I hear you talking about them here, and I think these kind of remind me of, like, um... What are those called? Um... The old Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are like poker cards, you know? Yeah. Where, yes, they are like super valuable and like kind of like you're not going to see it again and everyone loves it for that same thing of the nostalgia, like stuff that's like Doggy the Dark Clown. He's like, it has a very old look, red eyes, dark magician. They all have like this like really old traditional look to them. And they're priced super expensive. And, and there's only some that sell those, like few. You know, you, you see them few and far between, like, the little, um, I think they're called Toki, Toki poker cards, but, um, I don't know, because if that's, considering, when I see that, it's a little bit different, because it's like, 
the playing card, so it's more niche, I guess you can say, in terms of like who would collect that. Like you'd really have to be a like a Yu-Gi-Oh collector, Yu-Gi-Oh head. This mm-hmm. falls more in the realm of like actual collecting. So if this being the rarest thing in the world, I don't know. Well, this is a- you're the you're the Digimon collector. I don't know. What do you think? I wouldn't. I personally <clears throat> would not pay five thousand for these cards because, like I said, I feel like I saw them on a sticker somewhere. The okay, so the common common trend that I am starting to uh, see that I'm starting to see a pattern here is that there are lots of Digimon card games that are extremely rare and hard to find that are from overseas. That's the story with every freaking one. But a lot of things are like I was saying, like the the Yu Gi Oh stuff. The Yu Gi Oh stuff is from overseas, and like if you didn't collect it over there and overseas or weren't over right. there overseas but during those times they're out, there's the, be very low supply. Okay, well, wherever this guy's from, you know, I don't know where he got these from because you weren't going to get these in America. Um, but the the thing about trading cards and values and rare, um is usually they're from things that we remember, things that we had as kids, right? So people were able to see the value in something because it was the biggest thing ever when they were kids. Um, this I've never seen, so it doesn't matter how rare you tell me it is. Why should I believe you? I have no recollection of this. I don't know anything about this. Who would? What customer are you trying to sell that to? Because you just saying it's rare does not interest me. Right? It's like yeah, Alpha. No. It's like That's... Alpha Evolve. Alpha Evolve is extremely rare. The cards look awesome, but I didn't collect them, so I have no desire to really chase them. Okay. That's or, basically you, what, I, what I was trying to say earlier with the, the, the poker cards. You know what I mean? The poker cards, you really have to be interested in well, that. Well, the scary thing about this... Well, D-Cyber too. D-Cyber, it was only in Asia. You can only get it in Asia. It's super rare. It's like, okay, I understand that, but I have no collection to this, so I'm not going to pay your price. Okay? I don't, I don't care how hard it was to get. I have, I have, I don't owe anything to that, you know, that's not going to do anything, you know, to, to bring back memories of my childhood. So I'm not going to pay a pretty penny for it, right? I don't value it like you do. Um, the thing that scares me about this is that a lot, you know, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but because there are so many deep, dark secrets about Digimon, people almost prey on the fact that people don't know crap about it, and that pisses me off. That's why I've spent so much time trying to educate people on Digimon, because I'm tired of people selling ideas. This is super rare. You really want this. They're being told, mm. they're being told what to buy, Instead of just letting them naturally find what they like, drives me nuts. It really makes me mad. Yeah, but from like from like my like somewhat educated point of view, like I already this didn't rub my collection nostalgia. Like there's Digimon. I don't. I'm not that big in Digimon. I like Digimon. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and those are classic only, images. Those are classic images, no, but, but few, they're they're not from the cards, cards that I remember. That's what I'm saying. There's only a few cards that I'm like, I like that one because it, it looks more like this or like that's how I remember this or like, you know what I mean? Like, and sure, this could be all the traditional artwork, but I look at it and it's kind of like if someone showed me a, I don't know, think of like a, I don't know, Dragon Ball Heroes card, but it was like a scene from, you know, Dragon Ball. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be in my collection. 
it, I could see how it would be collectible to somebody. Yeah, sure. But in terms of me and my nostalgia, I don't think I don't. It doesn't really like scratch my nostalgia. So when I made the when I was thinking like, hey, this right here, when I saw it automatically, I'm like, yes, you know, it looked cool. And I and I heard the article about it being valuable, but. I think it's only valuable in that way, like you said. Someone's, someone's saying that it's super, super valuable, and it's like, hey, it's valuable because it was valuable in your collection or the way that you got it, or like it's, it's, it's your part of your nostalgia. You right. Know, well, you can't push my, my question on somebody else. My question to Faroz or whatever Faroz is his, whatever his name is, my question to him is, how do you explain this to someone who grew up in America? They don't have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I mean? There's, there are lots of things that are popular in Japan or in a different country that aren't popular here and vice versa. There's stuff that's popular here that isn't popular out there. You can't just sell. I would have, I would have been, I would have been much more, um, I guess I would, I would listen a lot more if the first article I read wasn't trying to sell me in the idea of how rare something is instead helped me understand what the hell it is. You know what I mean? Hmm. Here's the cards. This is what they look like. This is who collected them. This is how you got them. This is how you knew if your something was rare. These were the pool rates. Like, present all that information to me if you want me to be interested in something that you're collecting. You know what I mean? That's that's what gets me. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like you know, you can go to Costco or you go to Sam's Club, and they're giving out free samples. They do that, and they, you know they have the guys like talking about the new blender that's there. It's like, look, check out this new blender. You can make tortilla soup. You can make su- smoothies. You can make this, that, and the other. They're giving you all the details up front instead of saying, this is the best smoothie, smoothie you're ever going to buy. They're just like, look, we'll just do it right here. Let's just check it out. So there's like some product testing. You can't test cards, but the idea that kind of like what we do on the show, you educate people on something. Um, you don't just sell them on an idea that it's rare. I think that's a terrible selling point to tell someone it's rare. They're really hard to find. This is the chase. And it's like, why should I believe you? Why? You know what I mean? Why should I believe? Oh, cause it's been really hard for me to find these cards. Okay. Well, why are you selling it? You know, like there's so many different things that you could ask and it just doesn't add up. And I'm a huge Digimon fan, but I don't like when this stuff goes on. I don't like it at all. <clears throat> all right. No, I know a lot of this goes on. I know, I know where this is like coming from. So that's, a, I know where this is coming from. So I'm like, I get, I get your position on it because it seems like it does happen a lot in Digimon. Like you've always told me, like, oh, that's expensive. I'm like, why? You're like, I don't know. This is so and so. So and so said it is. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't think that's cool. And you're like, well, it is. I'm like, all right, well, you know, that one's cool. And you're like, dude, that one's cheap. And that's what I was trying to hit on earlier. Like, hey, someone can put that up there for $5,000, $6,000, $10,000. It's the rarest thing in the world. But if it doesn't scratch my my collection, you know, like itch, and it doesn't scratch somebody else's, nobody is, one, is going to inquire about it, and, nobody, and two, it's not going to move. And then if you are interested in it, you should probably do your due diligence, like Denny's saying. And and figure out like the exact story on this thing because anybody can say it's the rarest thing in the world. Yeah, like, well, okay, yeah. cool. It is. Of it course, is, but exactly. What is what is the story? Where did it come from? Like, it's gonna go in my collection, and I'm gonna sell it to the next guy. Hey, dude, this is a uh, rarest car in the world. And um, that's 
That's what happens a lot in Digimon. Yeah. These guys just pass their pain down to the next guy. Like, I got yeah. shafted last month. You're getting shafted <laughs> next. Yeah. And then you see all these cards just like... And then you... And then... Them. Well... And this this battle that I'm fighting with Digimon, you see, now there's all this misinformation out, right? Like, this card's rare. This card's not. So-and-so said this. So-and-so said that. You can pull this card from this set. And it's like, all of it's wrong. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, the yeah, reason yeah. you guys believe this is because some like turd sold you on an idea, yeah. and now everyone believes it. Yeah, and then and then all the cards like from this pack or this promotion set all become like in that genre of yes, these are all the most rare, and it's like no, dude, no. Mm-hmm. Homie thought it was rare. He, he just said, and he, and he got somebody. He got somebody and said, "Hey, dude, it's the rarest card in the world." Yeah, it happens. Uh, there's, I don't but know. do you want this though? No, I just I was watching it, but I was like, I'll oh. never pay that kind of money you're asking for. And then when well, I saw I this article, maybe looking like a trash one, who knows? When I no, well, when I saw when I saw the article with the dude's name and the seller, and how he's like hyping these up in this Ludkins article, I was like, screw this guy! Why are you selling your cards and why are you putting out this article? Like, there's some interest involved. Now you probably got a hundred copies sitting in your house. How do I not know that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's great marketing, but I'm good. You know, there's a reason why PSA d- denied them. Cuz there's not enough information about the cards. You can you can be you can fraud the crap out of people when you don't have any when you're when you have no information. You can pretty much make up anything you want. <laughs> you're like this is the rarest mm-hmm. card in the world. Uh it was signed by this guy and uh you can only find it in a gold mine. Yeah. And it's see, like I see, the, I see the angle you're going. Now. I'm more just I was more going at the angle of like, hey, this guy's kind of just a little scummy. It seems like you know what I mean. Like they did you hit him up right? That's what you said. You hit him up and you asked him like, what's up? No, I read his description, and he it was oh, yeah. just and this elaborate thing. Yeah, this is the rarest thing. He was like, dude, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna shaft some dude, and like that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Anyways, that's it for the digi drama. Um, I do have some good news. I don't know if you guys saw our. You can't see it on the right here. It says Digi Battle Series Five. So we got a little treat for you guys today. Mm. Yeah, we got a little treat. We got a little digi digi treat. I don't. Oh, we're waiting. I was like, I'm waiting for. Am I my lagging right now? Check it out. <clears throat> so, in the name of science, our uh, our um, Discord member Wiener Snitchel, all the way from. Canada got his hands on a sealed pack of Digi Battle Series 5 orange. Orange. Now, if you guys tuned into one of my box breaks, I think it was the Taco Bell, Taco Bell Digimon card thing I did, I opened a green pack. And in the name of science, we pulled up the hollow inserts that you could pull. And we were testing a theory. We were like, okay, if there's a hollow in here, Based on this checklist, I should be able to pull these cards. And we did. We pulled one card that was in that list. So Eric, who's all, a.k.a. Schnitzel, he's been opening these. He opened an orange pack a few weeks ago, didn't get anything. He has another orange pack, and he sent it to us. He said, I'm going to send you the opening, um, and let's see if I pull a hollow, if any of these match up. So he's doing another experiment. We're going to play the video here. Here we go. This is uh, Wiener Schnitzel. You guys make sure you say thank you to him in the Discord because he he 
He could have opened this up and not sent this to us. And we would never know. But I told him, I said, hey, if you open that pack one day, I need to see what's in there so we can confirm if my Digibattle pool rate list is correct. Because I made that orange thing you see right there, that list, I made that. A lot of people say it's it's bull crap. They're like, that's not true. You can't pull those cards. We're about to find out right now, okay? Here we go. Let's go, Eric. Hey, guys. Today... We're going to be opening one of these. I'm hoping this one is heavier since this one, it's pretty mangled. Got the Bud Light. Compared to the other one. <laughs> Went out and bought a scale. <clears throat> so he's weighing it because when I weighed my green pack, it was 34.8 or 34.9. So he's just kind of... You know, check in here. And again, the cardboard and the glue makes a big difference, but it's the best shot we got without destroying the blister pack. Okay, well, this one's a little heavier, apparently. So he's just doing a quick check. Shotgun, the bud. Here we go. He's got the heavier pack of the two. Now, nice. these packs are... The last time it took me forever to open it. Yes, exactly. So this might take a minute, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you guys enjoy it, okay? It takes about a minute and a half to open this thing, but oh god, it's just funny to watch him struggle there. <laughs> yep, same thing. Little, yep, same thing. More, a little less sipping, a little more ripping. Too much Bud Light. <laughs> Too much. Seven right. percent alcohol. All right, we'll figure it out. So he's struggling. That's definitely really a sealed pack. That is definitely a sealed pack. It is not going anywhere. Or resealed with some really good glue. So keep in mind uh, this list right here. Okay, the list. We're looking for Omnimon, Imperial Dramon, Ibanumon, Zukayamon, Azulongmon, Baihumon, Sagittarimon, Kangurumon, Kongumon, Searchmon, Quetzalmon, oh, Rabbitmon, cool. Swanmon, Kabukimon, and Butterflymon. All right? Okay. Here we go. We ready. Yeah, that, that pack is butchered. When you smash a 12-pack and then you try to open some Digimon cards, <laughs> it's yeah. a game. <laughs> hey, here we go. Peter Snitchell. If, oh, here we go. Toucanmon. You got the frog. Option card. Option if card. Flip that camera around. He might look like that frog. Black War Greymon. Well, Non-hollow. Non-hollow. Oh. And there's the hollow. Oh, that? awesome. that's a Sagittarimon, which is Common. exactly in our orange pool list. I don't know list. that guy yet. What a name. What a name. And we got a hollow. <laughs> Wicked. Yep. Kind of cool. Wow, though. that's in good shape. Classic Canadian. You can just hear it when he talks. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you guys so, go. I'm wondering him opening awesome. up these packs and being... Buddies in if he looks like that lizard <laughs> go on the wall up here to flip around the camera. Hey, stoked! So, we are sick. Wow, it is. That thing looks glossy. Clean. What the heck, guys? We are two and oh, so far. Everything we are two and oh, on saying where the cards come from and the packs they come from. We pulled the Sagittarium on from, awesome. the, from the orange pack, and we pulled the uh fish that fish that I pulled from the green pack. <clears throat> Quite happy about that. We're, we're two and zero, oh, guys. So far, 
Cheers. 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 So remember, guys. Hey. Cheers. How many people told us we were full of crap? These pool rates don't exist. You're a liar. You're crazy. You're psychotic. How many people have done this? And we continue to get this one right. So that's another one. Hopefully we can get some more Digi Battle sealed stuff so we can continue to test our theories here on what colors and which cards you can pull. So far, we're 2-0, and 100%. This is really <laughs> cool to see. That's funny. The man is 0-2 man is <laughs> against the rapper. <laughs> that was a tough rapper. All right. There you guys go. Just a, just a little cool Digi Battle thing. And again, this is oh, a testament. Cool. This is a testament to the group that we have, right? We're sharing information with each other. We're trying to get better at this collecting thing. We're not just like hoarding this stuff and not sharing it. And that's kind of my favorite thing about this is that this dude's in Canada. You know what I mean? Uh, he just joined the Discord maybe two, three months ago. Uh, and it was specifically for Digimon. So that's really cool to see. I'm glad he shared that. And uh, hopefully we get more. All right. Hey, you want to know who's... Hey, we're all saying that Greasy's rich. Hey, the, the Canadians in our Discord, they're rich. The Canadians are rich. They're rich. They're crazy rich. <laughs> they're crazy rich. 100%. All you'll, right. You'll see you later. All right. Uh, that is it for Digimon this week. Uh-oh. We're moving on to the Kaiba Corp. Here we go. Let's go. Gotta get a... Hey, guys. Oh. Today. Get out of here. Hey, hey, hey. This ain't oh. the Kaiba Corp. Hey, whoa. Cue it up. Get out of here. Nothing, you winner snitch. All right, guys. Where are you? Yu Gi Oh! I, I did your Kaiba health okay, counter. Cool. Yu Gi Oh! All right. So, anyway. All right, guys. This is the Kaiba Corp. We talk about all the big baller um, Yu Gi Oh cards. We normally match up three. Um, so, the same monster, but three different versions of this card. And then very expensive ones and ones that are hard to find. Some that are unobtainable. Uh, but again, this is cards that you're going to find in Kaiba's uh, suitcase. So only big baller cards. All right, guys. So first one up, everyone's tried and true, and everyone's favorite, the one that we know and love, is 2002 Booster Pack BPT-005. So that's going to be the secret rare um, like promo that came in the uh, Booster Pack tins. The, if you're watching the video, it's the red eyes on where well, you can see it. it has, it's in a 10. But uh, there's only 39, so... Out of, out of the other two cards we have here that we're going to talk about soon, this has the most in terms of 10s, which I found a little bit odd, only because these booster pack 10s is really, really hard to acquire a 10, just because the way that they store these cards and they packed them up, um, the corners and everything were prone to getting bent or like rounded. So for there to be 39 10s is pretty odd. The price of that is like 2700 bucks though. Um, and there's a hundred nines, and those go for about nine hundred dollars. So, if you're looking, if you're looking for a 2002 BPT ten, that twenty seven dollar price, that twenty seven hundred dollar price, you might be like, what? If a nine's if a nine's going for nine hundred, shouldn't a ten be like eighteen? Well, that's the thing. The booster pack tens is really hard to get a card that came out of the tin in a ten. So you got to remember that that price plays into it. So again, I, that's why I put him up against these other two. They're a little bit more mm, elite, I guess you could say, um, just because you'd really have to know your Yu-Gi-Oh if you want if you like wanted to go down the rabbit hole of collecting these ones. So the next one up is 1998 Bandai first generation number ten. 
So these cards here are kind of like the anime style, like first rookie card type deal, um, as Denny would say. Um, there's 10 10s of this card, and there's nine fifty. There's 59s. A little dyslexia there. PSA 10, I'm going to guess it's right around 2000 bucks if we double the price of a 9. But um, my eBay searching skills either aren't that great or there just was no 10s for sale at all. Um, so PSA 10, I'm thinking it's going right, right around 2000 bucks. So again, not bad. I think if you're a Red Eyes fan, this would probably be the card to go for um, if you're looking to... Mm, I mean, have like his... I feel like this is his rookie card, you know what I mean? And I'm a big Red Eyes fan, so this would be my my pick. Out of the, all three of them, this would be my pick. But obviously the one coming up, this last one, this is the top tier um, Red Eyes card, I would have to say. But it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters promo card. Um, there's only six tens and 29 nines. And there's only one PSA 9 up for sale right now. And it's the only off centered PSA 9 that's graded right now. So it's going for $2,500. So I think that guy is tapping into that him being the only one that has the OC title. Yeah. And that's what his, his price point is tapping into. Um, because I just don't see a PSA 9 going for $2,500. It's, that seems pretty crazy. That means a 10 would go for like 5 to like 6 7 maybe. <coughs> just for, because this is from 1990. Yeah, these were like test cards. Yeah, yeah. These are like test cards. So again... This is the top. This Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters promotional cards. Like it wasn't even. That's like um, right before we hit America, right there. Yeah, yeah. So these are. This is the top tiered Red Eyes card. My favorite pick would be the 1998 Bandai First Generation Number Ten, just because it has like a really old, like throwback. I don't really know that artwork, but if you look at the card, like I don't know. To me, it looks like a looks more like the Egyptian type. Yeah, like. You know, the stone tablets that they had in the anime? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's it definitely got that ancient Egypt for me. feel to it. Yeah. Ancient oranges. Um, and then <laughs> the uh, booster pack tin. Obviously, we all know that one. Um, super dope with all the secret font, the the uh, rainbow font, and the shiny secret uh, hollow. Not just the glossy hollow. So, yeah. Mm, I wouldn't pay the PSA. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay that PSA 9 price. Um, well, honestly. If you're that deep into Red Eyes, I would just say shoot for a 9 because they're probably going to be more fairly priced as there's more of them. Um, but if you're deep, deep and considering it, kind of like I would consider something like this because I'm a Red Eyes fan, um, I would say wait for a 10 to come around. That that 9 is not worth it. Don't be the guy that's like, well, I got the only 9 off-center. Well, like, yeah, well, there's other, there's other tw- there's 29 other 9s, dude. That's That's <laughs> the thing now, though, is that PSA actually changed... Their rules, kind of, and the only so way, for, well, kind of, pretty much, the only way to get a qualifier like off center, stained, um, or anything like that, uh, you would have to basically request it. You would you would put it in the notes. Hey, um, this card is stained. I would like that annotated in the grade. Otherwise, they'll just. It's it's weird. I don't know when they did it. it Must have been twenty twenty one, but basically they said. We're not going to give you qualifiers. We're just going to dock it off as part of your grade. So if it's off center, it's just going to pull away from your grade. Right. Um, check this out. They're not going to give you the qualifier. Check, this, uh, check out this no gimmicks hack right here. So what you do is you buy the PSA 9 
for like 900 bucks because there's 29 of them out there. Someone's selling one for nine. You crack it. Well, you you can set it in a PSA still in the slab. Tell them you, you want it like what, re-slabbed? And just put like in the notes. Can I get this one off-centered? Well, that won't work. <laughs> you got to prove that it's off-centered. Okay, well. You can't just say PSA you want 9. the qualifier. <laughs> it has to actually qualify. Well, as the PSA 9, something didn't qualify. Just be like, hey, dude, instead of saying it's well, scratched. OC's got to be like greater than like, you know, 80% or whatever. Oh. It's, it's got to be like crazy. It's got to be well, miscut almost. I think miscut's I another know. qualifier. So you miscut off center and then you yeah, got stain. I think I've seen that. Yeah, miscut. Where yeah. they have like two cards or like maybe the card will be cut off in the wrong spot. Yeah. Yep. All right. Weird um, stuff. That's it. That's it for the Kyber Core guys. Again, big ballers. Um, if you guys are interested in red eyes like I am, these should be right up your alley. All right, there you guys go. Kyber Corp this week. Moving on to Dragon Ball. Here we go. Dragon Ball. Here we go. All right. Um, This week, we're going to be taking a look at the newest release, Ultimate Squad. Get into it. Ultimate Squad dropped uh, last Friday, I believe. We'll click this link here and go uh, take a look at this value watch. All right, so this is a value watch from Bleeding Cool. We've been doing the value watch thing for a couple weeks now. It's kind of cool. But this is like the first week of uh, the release for Ultimate Squad. Here are the top valued cards of the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Ultimate Squad, market values observed on TCG Player uh, just yesterday. Okay. So you got Piccolo and Son Gohan, Newfound Might, Secret Rare, 148. Invader's Vow, Secret Rare, 149. Oath of Z, Secret Rare, 148. Super Saiyan 2, Son Gohan, Z Fighter, SPR, $26. Toa, $24. Mira, $24. Cooler, pay attention to this, Cooler, $20. Frieza, $20. Goku Final Sacrifice. Remember that derpy derpy Goku we saw? He's here, 18 bucks. Uh, and then you got Golden Frieza SR at 18. So these boxes are gonna cost you, you know, 70, 80 bucks. Um, and you got a handful of cards that are gonna break that. You got three cards really. Uh that'll break that $80 price point. Um, this is really low for an SPR, 26 bucks. Wow. And that's go that's Gohan Super Saiyan 2. Um Hmm. And an artwork that a lot of people would say is, you know, one of the best Gohan artworks you can get. Um, Where's that? I'll show you here in a bit later on. I mean, we can take a look at it right now, but it's it's not. No, it's not. No, that's fine. It's not like on the article. No. Um, pay attention to this Piccolo and Son Gohan newfound might. The reason being is because you have the movie dropping next week in Japan. Uh. Gohan and Piccolo are the focus of that movie. They're both getting new forms. They're both going to become more powerful. And it's a pretty convenient timing that the secret rare for Ultimate Squad is a card of them standing next to each other. In modern times. It's basically from the movie. Um, Mm. Mm. Now, remember, we talked about this like in January. We've been talking about this for a while. 
that when this movie drops, we were actually saying you should be buying your Gohan cards a while back because this movie could have some serious implications for, you know, how valued Gohan is in trading cards. It doesn't always happen, right? Like, but you can kind of see that with Dragon Ball Super, the Tournament of Power. Uh, you can kind of see that with Dragon Ball Super Brawly, right? So Gogeta's stock is up. Ultra Instinct Goku's stock is up. Um, Frieza stock is up. Like a lot of the stuff is correlated to the show. Um, you can take a look at the Goku and Frieza secret rare that dropped. Remember that from uh, what was it? Um, what is that dang set? Oh my gosh! What was that set from? Supreme Rivalry? No, uh, no. No, 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 Clash no, of Fates? No, 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 no. Uh, 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 miraculous revival? No. Freezing no, Goku? No, no. Yeah, Freezing Goku. That's <laughs> not um, saying Showdown. It was the one after that. No. Oh man. Uh, uh, uh I'm lost. Uh, collide, collide, worlds collide. What is it? Something Fates like co- no. Fates collide. Mm. No. <laughs> I forgot. But anyways. Rolodex, don't fail me now. Uh, that was an epic scene of the last episode of Dragon Ball Super. Goku and Frieza side by side. It was a secret rare, right? We saw PSA 10s get up to like $1,000. It's come down a little bit since then. But again, it captures a very important moment in the anime. <laughs> what me and Devin were talking about is pay attention to Gohan's signature cards. Cross Spirits, thank you. Holy crap. Cross spirits. Oh my gosh. Um thank thanks, ATM. Um Yeah, he knows. He knows. He has it. So the this Piccolo and Sun Gohan, pay attention to it. This movie could be a catalyst to push this guy up short term. Now, is it gonna hold forever? I don't know. I I don't know and I don't think so because you kind of saw what happened with Goku and Frieza. It went up, kind of came back down. This is a little different though, because this dropped the week before the movie. That's interesting to me. But keep that in mind. Um, Also, watch your Gohan signature cards. I think that is still arguably the best Gohan card there is. Uh, This could be a close contender because a lot of people like Gohan and and Piccolo as a a team. That's that's a big thing. What? No, I just just got a a 10, so I'm stoked. Oh. Let's Um, go. And... I also think this is one of the, this is besides the signature, this is probably one of the best Gohan cards that we have as him as an adult. Um, this could be big because it's kind of the first of its kind. It's following a movie release. It's a secret rare. It's got Gohan. It's got Pickle. It's, there's a lot going on when you look at the Poke Tower commandments, right? Character, Gohan. Artwork, it's him and Piccolo, which is the, that's the story of this movie. Um, rarity. It's a secret rare set. It's a, it's ultimate squad, which is associated with the release of this movie. There's artwork from the movie in here. There's characters from the movie in here. Um, so you got character artwork, rarity, the set and no story, no glory, depending on how this story ends or proceeds with Gohan. It could bring up his value, you know, short term, or it could just be that bump to get it to the next level. And then that's kind of the new norm for Gohan. Right. Uh, there's lots of things that could happen. It's not it's not set in stone, but pay attention to this stuff because that's the type of stuff we look at. I think 
this is one of those things. This Gohan could be 150 bucks this week, and next week he goes to 200. You know what I mean? Because of this movie release, he goes to 200, 250, and people are like he skyrocketed. It's like, well, you know, who, who would have thought? Um, or or it goes down, right? Most secret rares are gonna go down. So it's, there has to be some serious. There has to be some serious catalyst for a card's value to change. Um, but what I'm trying to say is don't be surprised if something happens. Don't be surprised. All right. Everyone, don't forget to like the stream. I appreciate that, Card Habit. Thank you. All right. So there you guys go. That's the Dragon Ball news this week. Something to be aware of. We're going to touch back on Ultimate Squad here in a little bit uh, for the TCG John Battle Royale tonight. Landry. John, what's up? All right. That's it for Dragon Ball. Moving on to Capsule Corp. Here we go. And we're in. All right, guys. Welcome to Capsule Corp segment. Uh, it's another Dragon Ball segment where we talk about cards that are not often talked about. So it's not it's not sleepers because you're not going to be making like tons of money off these. We're just talking about cards that pique my interest and why they pique my interest. And I'm going to give you the reasons and explanations to that. So here we go. Last week, we talked about um, the SS4 special anniversary box, Prismatic Burst uh, Saiyans. We had uh, Gogeta, Vegeta, Gohan, uh, Goku, and Brawly, and Bardock. But I didn't add him in because nobody likes Bardock. So that led me down a rabbit hole to go look at more SS4s. So I was a little bit on like a SS4 um, eBay rabbit hole. And this is what I came across. So we have uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta uh, Peerless Fusion. So this card here. I think when I looked up the pop reports, it was right around, it has somewhere right around like 110s. So this came out in 2020. Rise of the Unison Warrior, I think, came out in 2020. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the special anniversary box came out in 2021. And when we looked at that, that card's um, PSA pop, he only had four. So again, like Denny said, um, Gogeta is a very popular character, and I think a lot of people gets hyped up around uh especially in 2020 and 2021 when the collecting hype like was at its biggest people got wrapped around a lot of what people wanted them to buy and what what people say like oh this this set is trash so then you see a lot of these cards like this that may not get graded or you don't see people like buying anniversary boxes because nobody brought it up on tiktok whatever it is so that's why you don't see a lot of these cards being graded um but that's exactly my point. I went back to go look at some more uh, Super Saiyan 4 cards. And a lot of these cards here um, are still within like that, I don't know, affordable price range. Um, yeah. Where it's not going to break the bank, but at the same time where you still have a really good shot of securing yourself something that may be low pop because these are all cards from sets that people deemed, you know, dog water. You know what I mean? I think that Protector of the Earth is a big one. Yeah, just because they weren't, um, yeah, it is a big one. But just because they weren't, they didn't have like a, a an Ultra Instinct Goku in it, or they didn't have a, you know, um, I don't know, some hype character. Right. So, because like not a lot of people like Super Saiyan Four. I guess I guess that's the big the big version. Yeah, not a lot of people like. Super a lot Saiyan of the guys 4. in our Discord don't like Super Saiyan Four. I think it's cool. 
Right. I think I think it's pretty cool too. And these are like these are probably some of the best Super Saiyan Four cards you could find. I think it, what it is is um, they don't like GT. Super Saiyan Four yeah. is cool, but GT just sucks. Yeah, Super Saiyan Four I think is more like it's like their primal side. I think it's kind of dope. Yeah, I think that's what they are. They're apes, you know. Right. But, uh, anyways, guys, the Gogeta card super sick. Um, I d- would definitely recommend picking that one up. Um, it's been on my watch list for a while, and I do see myself grabbing one. Um, the next one that is on my watch list is the Super Saiyan Four Son Goku Protector of the Earth right here when he's standing on the rock, has Earth behind him. Um, I just think that's like a sick Super Saiyan Four. Um, the pose, all of it, the color. Um, it's like a dark. When you move the gold foil, those those like uh, foil patterns kind of look like bats. So it kind of looks like bats at nighttime when he's standing there with the earth. Mm. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, and the next one up is another good contender to uh, a Super Saiyan 4 Goku card. Uh, this is Super Saiyan 4 Sun Goku, uh, a heartfelt plea. And then the SS4 Vegeta underneath, that is the prismatic Aegis or Aegis card that I was talking about. So you can find uh, Goku, Gohan, Bardock, all those all those sands I was talking about last week. You can find them in this prismatic um, rarity too. So not doing like the hand burst with all the uh, lines coming out through the sides. Mm-hmm. This one they're doing like a charge up type artwork. Again, super sick. Um, I have a few. I think they're tight. And then the next one up. This is a. I think this card was actually a big deal. I don't know if it still is. I think prices are going down. Because um, there is like a textured one and like a non-textured one, and there's a reprint as well. So this is a uh, Super Saiyan Four Vegeta. Um, what is his name? Pika Primitive Power. Yep. So uh, yeah, I think there's a few different versions of this card. So if you guys are looking at this card right here, make sure you guys get the one that you actually want. Um, not don't get got um, for like a a rare one. Make sure you get like the EX. Uh, make sure you don't get a reprint to get the original because these cards aren't crazy overpriced so yeah do your best to get the uh original oh yeah for sure and there is a difference too um there's yeah definitely because I think a- all these cards have reprints they're uh some of them i know gogeta's from unison warrior uh rise of the unison Warrior. Well, people people actually care too um i uh i sold one of my vegetas um the uh which one was it uh the the Majin Buu scene, um, Prince of Destruction. I have four okay. copies of that. I have four copies. Uh, someone, someone wanted to buy a PSA ten, and they were like, uh, "Is this the original one or the second one?" And I had to like school them. I was like, "Look, this is the original one. It's labeled with twenty twenty. The newer one is labeled twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, and it has re on the bottom. So like, there's little subtle things. And then obviously like with the, with the." Uh, reprints they they can also do like some are gold stamp some are non-gold stamp but they're still hollow it's like you got you got to really pay attention um and learn the differences but um yeah that peak of primitive power has a reprint for sure um and then i know that gogeta on the left does too Hmm. they definitely do because i've seen those being graded and people will try and pass them as the og yeah Again, guys, just a little bit, some some more cards to go and look at. Um, that's what the Caps Core segment of Dragon Ball is about. It's just um, cards that pique my interest, and then I'm going to give you, I give you the reasons to why. Um, so all these cards have been cards that have been on my watch list or I have looked at and wondered, like, what the story was. So, again, like Denny said, the peak of Primitive Power, I wondered about that because I saw different card versions of it, and I was like, hmm, that's kind of odd. You know what I mean? But it did take me down that rabbit hole of more Dragon Ball. So 
If you guys like this segment, please let me know in the uh, Discord or the comments down below. That's it for the Caps Core. All right. Top five. Here we go. If I can find my button. There it is. Top five, five, five. Tower top five is the staple of this show. It is my top five picks of the week. Things that are on my watch list. Uh, we've got a couple new things this week. Stuff you guys hear me talking about all the time, but I, they, do, they do cycle through. I'm not always getting the same stuff. Here we go. Number five this week. Mega Man. Yep, yep, yep. So... If you guys watched my most recent YouTube video, I opened a booster box of Mega Man Grave. Grave is the third set, uh, third expansion in this series, and I believe it might be the last one. But I think that this set right here, Grave, actually has the best cards that any... If you're going to want Mega Man cards, these this set contains the ones you want. Um, I'm trying to think how I could describe that to you. It would be like... If you had to choose between Digimon Series 4 and Series 5, most people are going to say, I want the one that Omnimon comes in. I'm like, well, you're going to want Series 5. I want the one that Black War Greymon comes in. Okay, you're going to want Series 5. So there's more cards that you will probably like in this set than any other set. How do I know that? Because I've opened all three. So I've opened Grand Prix. I've opened Power Up. I've opened Grave. This set is the one you want. This is actually a sealed case of 24 packs, which I think is really cool because I did not like the booster pack odds. Did not like the booster pack odds at all. Maybe I'll try my hand at this because it's not that expensive. They're they're fairly cheap. But if you guys didn't know, let me show you the cards I was looking for. And I'll I'll give you an example here. Um here we go. Uh dang it. Come on. Is this it? No, it's collectors. Oops. Um, I want to show you this because this is one of the few instances where the rarity, you know, like these are just commons. I think they look really nice. I think people would want to collect these too. They look sick. Oh, dude, that's sick. Yeah. Oh, sick. But um, let me show you the ones I'm looking for. So there's super rares and there's ultra rares. However... In this set, I think the super rares look nicer than the ultra rares, and I'll show you why. This is a super rare. This is Wood Shield, and it's all hollow. It's all green. It looks amazing. This is Mega Man when he picks up the, the uh, wood element or, or grass. Uh, let me move on to the next one. These are also supers, by the way. You can kind of see how they're not as cool. <laughs> you see? They're the ultra rares and super rares, like... Clearly, this is the coolest looking one, right? We're, we're on the same page right now. I pulled this the other day. Wasn't very pumped on it. Um, now, look at this. This is this is a starter deck card, I believe. You can't, you can't pull it from the thing, but... Again, super rares. Look at this. Here's another super rare. This is the Aqua Custom. You guys see how they look? Here's the Electric Team. Oh, whoa. See, and then this is another super. You're like, eh, whatever. It's like, it's not the same as Mega Man. Like, Mega Man is, he's literally the guy on the box. Mega Man, that's the name of the series. Um, and then you have Heat Guts. So I think, if this were to become 
famous, let's say if it became popular and people wanted to chase these cards, I believe these super rares would be the ones you'd want because it's literally Mega Man in all of his forms. You got Heat Guts, Electric, Aqua, and you got Wood. Collect all four. It's very much like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Unleashed. It has the different color cards and stuff. Very much like that. Has that same deal. You got a blue card. You got a yellow card. You got a red card. You got a green card. See, these are also other super rares. Like, I don't see people going head over heels for these. But I will tell you, you slap a Mega Man and it's foil. Yes. Now, he's, they're not ultra rares. There are ultra rares that are even higher rarity. But if you look at them, like this is what you're looking at. That's what they look like. They're not anything to write home about. They're not They're not characters you'd really care for. This one's really nice. This is Bass. Um, and you can see he murked Mega Man right there. But anyways... uh. You know what I mean? So you, you kind of see what I'm saying? That's why I would go for those. Um, there is... There is a Proto Man, but he's only from starter decks. And it looks... Let me see if I can find it. Uh, let me see if I can find it for you real quick. Because, well, they look like this. This is what Proto Man is going to look like. like. So this is Bass. It's a hollow, but this only comes from starter decks. Now, bear with me here. I would say that cards like that, the full art cards um, that come in starter decks, so you got Bass, you got Proto Man, um, you got the Shark Man, those guys in hollows are going to probably be more desirable, and then I think the super rares with Mega Man on them are going to be more desirable. They might not be the rarest, but I can tell you right now, if you guys watched my video, the pull rates were insane. We didn't get jack. Um, yeah, it was very hard. I only have one. I have Aquaman. Really? Yeah. And I opened two booster boxes, so I should have got, you know, another one. I saw a guy open a box and he got two electrics and one heat guts. So my boxes much, were just duds. They? They're not that expensive. Um, can you grade them? Yes, you can. You can check this out, guys. I'll show you. Actually, I can show you this. I'll show you this. Um, actually, probably just go to my eBay. Uh, Mega Man, Grave, PSA. Let's see. Hold on. Check this out. Oh, no, not that. Uh, Mega Man, PSA. Let's see if I can just do that. Here you go. Here's the Proto Man that I'm watching. Dope. Oh, dude. That's tight. You see that? Clean, right? Now, he's a starter deck card. So he's ST79, but they just lumped him into the set Grand Prix. Grand Prix is the second set. So, um, but there's not much out there. Like, that's it. That's literally it. <laughs> so, I I personally think that the Mega Man Hollows are going to be the ones, are going to be there's the no ones Mega to Man look out for. Out there for sale? Huh? There's no Mega Man Hollows out for no. sale? No. So they're hard to find. They're hard to find, but they're, what I'm saying, the reason I have this on the top five, though, is because you can find it sealed. So you could just pull them. You know, they're pretty cheap, right? They're not expensive. They're, they're cheaper than modern booster boxes. So it's like, might as well. I think there's a huge Mega Man market out there. I really do. 
I also think that this, you know, this Mega Man like Battle Network series was probably the best of Mega Man. Yeah. The games were hard, dude. Games I went know. hard. Dude, they were sick. They were sick. I need some more of those. Well, I you know I got my I got my Game Boy DS and I I just bought a Game Boy Color at a game shop this other, uh, the other week. But um I'm going to buy I'm going to buy the original Mega Man games, Mega Man 3, 4 and 5. I have to get those and replay them. Dude, you know they're expensive? What? The the games they're expensive. No, you can get one for like 25 bucks. Oh yeah, if it's, if it's like dog water, but if you want one that actually like if it doesn't have the title on it anymore and someone just put a sticky note. If you want like Mega a sealed one. copy, yeah, you're paying like 400 bucks. No, I'm not talking about a sealed copy, but I'm talking about one that still has the the paper picture on the front. Yeah, of Yeah, Mega Man three thing. or four. Yeah, you could find them. They're not that. Ex- I mean, they're twenty five bucks. You're gonna find one with just a sticky paper that just someone hand no. hand wrote Mega Man. Hold to. on, come on. No, Watch. dude, they're expensive. Go Mega to Man, Network. they're expensive. Four Blue Moon. No way. Expensive. Thirty dollars. Come oh, on, that's not bad. That's not bad. Now, does it work? I don't know. <laughs> does it save? No. Yeah. Does it keep time on it? I don't know. It might the time card? Look, it's thirty five, forty. See now, okay. I wouldn't buy this. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> but like, this is sick, dude. It, I was looking at silver edition games, like because I have that Lugia Game Boy. Yours is custom, right? It like lights up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they had it. They had a, a silver edition like that. It was just a, a silver with a glitter like cartridge. It just said silver edition. <laughs> it's like no one's gonna buy that. Yeah, someone will buy it. But um, I think this is a fun rip. I also think it really. You wanna you wanna develop your perspective as a collector. Open other sets besides Pokemon. Seriously, because then you you get a feel of how these manufacturers printed cards, how they made their inserts and all that stuff. And it, it really makes you a better collector when you start to understand how different companies work, different brands work, different rarities, and how they're similar as well. You start to find all that stuff out. So that's why I like to open off-the-wall stuff because Mega Man's a, a huge franchise, by the way. It's not like something that... It's not what a joke. Grave? You said it was Grave? Like yeah, it's grave. called Grave. If you want the Proto Man, just go for the Grand Prix starter decks. If uh, you want, I, I want the Bass before Proto Man. Go sure. to the Grave, the Grave starter decks. They're okay. cheap, dude. These are cheap. I told you, and you can get them graded, dude. I'm gonna, whoa. I really want those Mega Mans. Those are, those go hard. The Mega Mans, the SRs are hard. They're hard because you can't get them from starter decks. You got to pull them. Yeah, I'm gonna pull them. Don't worry about it. Pull them all, but a guy, right, guys, a guy, no gimmicks, no gimmicks. Box break, a hundred, a hundred Mega Man grave boxes to get <laughs> all the Mega Mans. Well, I opened, um, I like I said, I, I watched someone open a box and he got three of them. He got two electrics and one fire. That's cool. I opened a box. I got, I opened two boxes and I got one. Uh, he just got reamed. Aqua, yeah. All yeah, right, you got Mega Man Grave Edition, <laughs> reamed edition. Okay, here. We- here we go. Here's number four. Did you battle? Nothing new here, guys. Um, I'm always buying Did you battle? I am always buying Did you battle? Um, it's number four because there are other things I like to buy too. 
but it's always going to be a top five pick for me because I have a goal. I have a goal to be the best, you know, digi battle collector for PSA. Like I, I will be the best graded digi battle collector. That's just how it is. He wants to be the very best. There you go. All right, all right. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? All right, here we go. Number three. <laughs> Number three this week. Kingdom Hearts Super Rares still on my watch list. I actually picked up my second copy of this Jack Skellington. I have two copies now. This guy is hard as hell to find. Um, looking at the Riku for fifty right now. What? Riku for fifty. Oh yeah. So Kingdom Hearts Super Rares. That's that is the highest rarity that you can get in Kingdom Hearts is Super Rares. That's what they call them. Um, I'm looking at Super Rares and I'm looking at promos. Uh, you just gotta dive in. They're awesome cards. Yeah, these are sick. So, again, look at my strategy here, right? I'm not, I'm not picking, I'm not picking some franchise that just is nothing, right? Kingdom Hearts has a massive fan base. Mega Man has a massive fan base. Now, their trading cards might not be the best thing in the world, but if I'm gonna roll the dice on something I enjoy, I would probably pick something that's not saturated. Kingdom Hearts is one of those picks that I'm like, hey, this guy's got potential. And the card looks amazing too. So it's, no one knows about it. You don't have to fight a lot of competition in grading. Uh, They're extremely rare, which makes it fun for me. Uh, In a franchise that could explode at any moment, right? Kingdom Hearts is nothing to joke about. Mega Man's nothing to joke about. Digimon's nothing to joke about, right? It's not Pokemon, it's not a an, an $100 billion company, but these are still huge brands, big brands. Same thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. Why did I choose Five Nights at Freddy's? Because it's a big brand. It's been around for eight years. You talk about someone who could make it to a 20-year stretch, Five Nights at Freddy's has that kind of firepower. Same thing with Kingdom Hearts. Same thing with Mega Man. Mega Man's been around since like the 80s, right? That's the type of stuff I like to look at. And let's see here. Number two this week. Graded video games. There you go, Devin. Graded video games. Now, I haven't bought I haven't bought any graded video games, but my interest in the WADA or WADA certifications um is growing. Right? Like talking about Game Boy Advance and the games I used to play as a kid with you guys showed me how passionate I am about like handheld video games. That's just my favorite. Um, so I might, I might start collecting stuff like this and it'll, it'll be games that I bought. It won't be anything that I don't know about, but, uh, that just looks cool. And that would keep me from opening it. That would definitely keep me from opening it. And I think it's displayable. I think that looks cool. And I also think there's not a lot of, there's not as many people in graded video games as there are people in graded trading cards. So I like that. I like to be different. I don't like to be in a giant pool of people. I like to be unique. I like to have different things. That's why you see these off the wall picks that I always have. It's just, that's how I, um, communicate who I am by doing different things. I don't like to follow the crowd. And let's see, number one this week, number, why does it say kingdom hearts? Oh gosh, I messed up that slide. Okay. Number one, PSA value grading. If you guys didn't get the notice value is back as of this Friday. Whoa. Thursday. My bad. Value services back June 9th. Now here's the thing. You have to have a collector's club membership. So buy a membership. It's hundred bucks. 
Here's the price. $30 per per card, 20 card minimum. So your orders are going to be at, at least $600. This is for 1996 to 2022. Declared value $499. 120-day turnaround time. That's that's 3 months. That is uh, that's 4 months. That's not bad at all. 4 months is nothing. Now here's the catch. New value orders created will be shipped back shipped back beginning early fall after all of the 2021 value order ship. That means all the stuff me and Devin sent, they're going to prioritize that. So even if you send your stuff in June 9th and it gets there on June 9th, don't expect to see it till the fall time or until they complete their all that backup. Okay, they're going to complete all the backup stuff. And then you can start with a fresh plate. But I think four months is nothing. $30 a card is great. I think that you're collecting, you know, you're collecting so many cards, you better go out and grade your stuff, right? Go out and grade your cards. Um, that's that's why we collect at such a high level. You know what I mean? That's why we talk about grading. That's why we talk about conditions. Like, don't just, I mean, unless you like having a binder collection, which there's nothing wrong with that. My point is, though, if, if you've dedicated yourself to being a, a graded card collector, now is the time. You know what I mean? Um, we've been waiting for so long. This is the cheapest value you're going to get for a very long time. I don't think we're going to see anything cheaper than 30 bucks unless it's a quarterly special. And then I think quarterly specials are probably going to be $15 a card. So do it. I know I will. And that's going to be a huge priority of mine. You guys probably, you probably won't see me buy anything for a long time because I have a lot of cards backed up that I have to grade and that's going to take my money. So that's where I'm going to put most of my effort is into grading my trading cards. That's why I got them. Right. So we spent, we spent all of shutdown accumulating. Now it's time to do God's work. So we go out there. We're going to grade some good cards. All right. That's it Mm -hmm. for the top five this week. Let's get into some bid wars. Here we go. Bid wars. This is our segment where we look at eBay auctions and we take guesses on under over prices based on previous sales history. What this does is it allows us to look at cards and get a better idea just by looking at them of what something's going to sell for, what something's quote unquote worth, right? Um, so that way, if you're ever in a quick thinking situation, you got to make up your mind. Maybe you'll have enough of these situations happen, enough experience with these under overs where you're like, I think it's around this price. And you're able to make a better offer. You're able, able to communicate and negotiate all that good stuff. That's what this segment is for. Here we go. Last week, we had the Red Eyes Black Dragon from Maximum Gold. Um, let's see. What did I say? Let me pull up my info here. I said it was going to go... Devin said it was going to go under 196. I said under 196. Let's see what we got. Come on, please. Whoa. Yep. Didn't sell. And you want to know why? Because that guy had zero yeah, feedback. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's not a sale. That doesn't, you don't want to count it. Well, it it didn't under. sell. Yeah, it was under. 
We we said it was was gonna sell, and that's. I was like, I don't think it's gonna sell. Yeah. You're like I don't think so either. So we both said under. Okay. Here we go. This week's Yu-Gi-Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Dark Magician Girl from Ghost from the Past Two. PSA ten. Now. This is a PSA 9 with the sale of $790. We don't have a PSA 10 sale. However, we will check out the auction. Over. It's at $2,000 right now. It's going to go over that. <laughs> over seven ninety? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to go... Okay, let's let's say... Uh, what do you think it's going to go to? Just say a price. Uh, 26000 26000 26000 No, 2600 Sorry. I know, I know. Uh, okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to go over 3000 So you want to go... You want to go under or over 3000 I'm going to go... I'm going to go under 3000 under 3K, I'm going over 3K. The only reason why I say that, now I know the pull rates are easier, but I remember when Dark Magician debuted, he sold for like, it was like over 5,000 in a 10. Now, Dark Magician Girl's an easier pool according to the new rates, but we haven't seen a 10 sale, so I think there's a possibility something crazy could happen. That's one. Yep, we're sticking it. I'll I'll lose that one. Right. Okay, we had Pokemon last week. Um, this is a PSA ten Charizard Hollow. Uh, why does it say under over one hundred eighteen? Oh no! Oh whoa! Under under six twenty five. We both said over six twenty five. Where's the link? Oh god! I de- I deleted the link. Hold on. See if we can find it. Automatic. Let's go to 130 point, actually. We could probably find the same card here. Yeah, we could do this. PSA 10 Charizard CD promo. Let's see what we got. No results. But what? Oh, gosh. Definitely under then. Try again. Here we go. All right. There's our guy right here. That's it. Uh, six fifty four. Wait a minute. We said over six twenty five. We got it. We got it. Yeah. Two and zero. Oh. All right. Not bad. Pokemon Ooh. for Pokemon for this week. This one's this one's gonna be cool because I don't really know much about this era, so I'm glad we get to feel it out. Here you go. PSA ten Torterra Hollow from Diamond and Pearl. Mm. Last sale was uh about a week ago. Sold for eleven hundred bucks. Let's go ahead and check out the auction. We're at one twenty-seven. Good seller. Forty-three watchers. Holy moly. Okay. Um. Under over eleven hundred. That's the only one you. That's the only. Only metric we have. I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go under. I feel like these are smart collectors. These are not scrubs that are going to try and shield this one up. They're going to try and get the best price possible, even if that means losing it. And uh, I think they'll just say, hey, I'll live to fight another day if I don't get it for under 1100 Yep. That was my thought process. If someone's buying a PSA 10 Diamond Pro base set. That's no scrub. Nope. I don't want no scrubs. He's he's seen this before. He's going to be like, uh, I'll, I'll try again next month. And they're gonna they're gonna play the whole yeah, Pokemon's on a down speed. One just sold for like, yeah. Buy one for like. These are smart guys. These aren't idiots. Yeah. I know it only says 124 bucks with like five days left, but these guys are smart. They're waiting till the end. They're not just gonna shill it up right now. There's no point. The think, auction ends in four days. Like nine. Finish probably at like nine something. Uh, auction five, ends in four days. Eight. 870 maybe. All right. Digimon for last week. We had the Imperial Dramon Alt Art Dragon Mode. Um we both said I you said under 118, I said over 118. Um I went with my heart on this one. I probably shouldn't have. Uh, I just think that's a I think I think Imperial Dramon has a huge fan base. I'm not the biggest fan, but damn, there's a lot of fans. So here we go. Let's see what we got. 100. Oh my gosh, that's cheap. That is cheap. Okay, so there you go. I was wrong on that one. So we'll give Devin the W on that. And I take. Never been a f- Dude, he's. I've never been a fan of him. It sucks. You've never been a fan of this dragon mode? No? This is a sick card. It's tight because he like has Wormon. Like Wormon's in that. Yeah, Stingmon. Yeah, but I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is. Like it's, it's too much. Hmm. What about fighter mode? Fighter mode's pretty sick. All right. Moving on. Now this this is going to sway my opinion for this week. We got Greymon Altart. The last 10 sold for 178. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this auction. It's at 102. Ooh. 16 watchers. I think Greymon's got a bigger market. I don't know, though, but to pass one. It's at 100 already. Yeah, yeah, it's over. It's an over 178. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I think it finishes like 182 or something, maybe. Yeah. It's over. It's all over. Okay, I'm going with it, too. I'm going over 178. I just think a lot more people know Greymon, too, so that's probably why he has a higher price point as well. We'll see. All right. I'm probably going to lose on that one, but it's fine. Um, Let's see. Next one, we had Goku, Super Saiyan oh, 4. Dude, That sucks. From Cross Worlds. What's up? <laughs> He's going to be my, my finale to SS4s, but fine. Oh, yeah. Well, and <laughs> like we were saying, you know, he's... Yeah, he's a... This is a 2018 card, which is before yeah. everyone got in. So there's, you, you know that there's a significantly less amount of this card because people didn't 
collect like we did in 2020. So this is one of those cards that I said was at the brink of becoming a card you might want to have. Um, yeah, and it's it's uh, modeled after the very first what, SCR, the Vegeta yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Same same thing, same exact thing. Just Put flipped cards around. Together, they look exactly the same. Yeah, flipped around. Yeah. So, um, I I said that if it if it goes over that seven hundred dollar price point, I think it's here to stay. I think it's another sign that it's here to stay. If it went under, I think that hey, we, this could start the downtrend of this card becoming cheaper. That was my idea. We both said under seven twenty three. Here we go. Six ten. There you go. That's solid price, but you know it it's not pushing that eight hundred, which mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen. You know, because if this car gets to 800 and it sticks up there and then it wants to push nine and wants, it's going to, it's one of those ones that's finally reached like that legacy level where collectors are going to say, this is a thousand dollar bill anywhere you go. But when it does this, there's always that chance that this could become a $500 card a lot quicker than it could be a a thousand. So we're still going to keep watching this. We're not going to go too crazy, but it's a nice card. Very nice card. Moving on. Everyone's favorite. Goku, Hope of the Universe, PSA 10. Mm. Now, this one has previous sales of 1576, 1462, and 1226. Let's go and do a quick average of 1576 plus 1462 plus 1226. Divide that by three. We're looking at an average price of 1421. Take a look at the auction. Six days left, $120, 46 watchers, and it's from Propstein. It's a big seller. Um, the last two sales were above $1,420. i am going over. I'm going over $1,421. I'm going to go over. I don't, I don't really see his card go down too much. You, you know, well, this dipped down into like the 12s for a little bit. It was down in the twelves. It's starting to come back up. Yeah, I know. It was like, well, when I when when I first started looking, it was a grand. He was two thousand at some point. At one point, he was you know two thousand something dollars. Um, but like, it, when, I, it, when I first started looking at him, he was a grand. Raw or in a ten? Raw. Oh yeah, yeah, raw. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'll still find him oh. for like nine hundred to eleven hundred raw. It's a sick card. Twelve hundred for a ten. You know what's crazy too is I was thinking, I was like, there's only a couple more cards. There's only a couple more cards I absolutely need in Dragon Ball Super, and then I'm pretty much done. I want I want the I have this card. I want the Vegeta Sig. Um I want the SSB Vegito Secret Rare. And uh there might have been one other one, and it's like Oh, and then maybe Awakened Power Goku. Like, if I can get those four cards, I mean, there's others that I like, and there's others that I... But, like, if I had those cards, I'd be like, I'm done. This is pretty much the the peak of where I want to be with Dragon Ball. Because I don't think you can beat this card. Like, in terms of the aesthetic and the look, that is... This is the epitome of Dragon Ball for me. Um, So, like, I'm, I already got what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's another card that they'll ever make that's going to beat this one in terms of the way it looks to me. It's got everything. It's, you know, black and white with the rainbow foil signature. It's got Goku. It's like, it's perfect. You know, it's super simple. It's like, how are you going to beat that artwork? 
How are you going to beat that artwork? He's got both the signatures, and then have, that would be my like final. <clears throat> Which one? PSA ten. Who? PSA ten. Who? Vegito. Vegito. I can barely hear you. Oh, I'm probably way back there. That's why. Oh, I'm probably really. Yeah, there you now. go. Yeah, yeah so PSA, the, the Vegito. The yeah. signature Vegito card. That, yeah, well, he's one I'd probably add to that list. Yeah, it'd be Vegeta, Goku, Vegito, and then I'd want to get the secret rare Vegito, and then uh, maybe Awakened Power Goku. And I, I would literally, if they said you can't collect any more Dragon Ball, I'd be like, well, I got those. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Where, like, with Digimon, it's like I got to get them all. I have to get them all. But like with Dragon Ball, if you just gave me those five cards, I'd be like, this is all I need. That's it. So, I agree. Just too cool. All right. There you guys. Uh, wait, so let's do, um, you said we both said over. All right. Over. Over. There you guys go for uh, Bid Wars this week. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs. Gengar's Grabs. This is the tab about you guys and what you bought this week. Um, that we just, we just pick our favorites. That's all we do. Um, it doesn't always have to be about value. It could be cards we've uh, seen on the show, uh, cards that we enjoy. Maybe it is our favorite TCG. It could be the most viable. It could be something off the wall. It's really just like... Sentimental. It could just be what's cool. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the best card in the world. All right, here we go. Number five this week, Jello. This was his... Uh, yeah, this was his first PSA return. What happened here? He went 17 for 24 on PSA 10s, I believe. There's so, so many. Yeah. Zacians. Zacians. He got Small But Mighties. He got the uh, Mewtwo Mew tag team. I see he, the Mewtwo Mew tag team. That's a big come up. That's good. Raikou. Uh, and then he got... Uh, the Mimikyu character card. Yeah, that was a little bit different. And then he got the Lugia in the 10 on the left. And he got the Charizard on the... Uh, Rest in peace, Charizard. Uh, but the rest, you know, solid. Especially the fact that he got them on tens. Like those, you know, I know the yeah. amazing, the amazing okay. rares kind of took a dump, and that's something I could have never predicted. But they're tens. That's where you really, that's where you did well. So it's like, yeah, some of these cards have lost value over the last year and a half, but you got tens. Imagine if those were nines, you'd be hurt. You'd be hurting yeah. right now. But tens can't beat it. Can't beat it. Yeah, so good I, job. Yeah, first I like sub. That. I thought this was great. Number four this week, Boondock Games. Yeah. So he actually had a little story in the Discord. He was like, you know, one of the first things I learned early on from the show was how willing sell- sellers are, how willing sellers are to want to work with you and find a price point that works. There are good sellers out there. Uh, and it's the power of negotiating and the power of not being a jerk over the internet that allows you to make these good deals. And he has some Team Aqua Hollows here. And then uh, I believe that's a EX um, on the uh, EX series on the on the right, that Cacturn. Right. Yeah, so you don't see a lot of Team Aqua stuff, Team Aqua, Team Magma. So that was, I just thought that was cool. I was like, damn. That's super cool. That's yep. pretty good. Yep. I'd nice. crack the crap that's out of it and send the PSA, but... That's just me. All right. Number three this week. 
Goatmon with a PSA sub return. So you can Ooh. you guys kind of see the theme this week. Some Pokemon. Pokemon's pretty cool stuff. Here you go. A lot of first edition in there. Look at that. That's a first edition Dark Machamp, Rocket Scyther, Lieutenant Surge Raichu, uh, Brock's Ninetales, Rocket's Moltres, Japanese Dragonite, Japanese Kabutops. Lots of hollows, lots of first edition. I thought I thought it was a solid return. That is a solid return. Um, and this is, it's funny because this is a testament to what we were talking about. When this show first started, we were big on these types of cards because they were a lot cheaper back then, right? Like when people were busting open Darkness Ablaze, dropping $300 on Charizard VMAX, we were telling you to go here. You know what I mean? They're like, you're going to spend 300 bucks. Go get this. And JT, you know, that long ago sent these cards in. They're finally coming back. This was a bulk order. So... Kind of cool to see the fruits of our labor coming back. Yeah, that is cool. Number two this week, Wiener Schnitzel. So Ooh. that looks like an orange pack, but it's not. It's actually a yellow pack, and that's from Series 4. I've never seen a Series 4 booster pack sealed uh, in in yellow. I've seen the green ones, and I've seen the red ones. I've never seen the yellow ones. That's a yellow Series 4 booster pack. Crazy, which is actually probably one of the better colors in terms of cards you can pull from that pack. He found it at a card store on the shelf collecting dust. They wanted 40 bucks for it. Oh, nice. You would That thing's going to cost you like 600 bucks on eBay. Absolutely nuts that he got that. So That's sick. the story behind all that, insane. Can't beat it. Where are we at? Number one this week, our Canadian friend. Oh. Yeah. Look at that card. Oh. Look at that card. Look at that. Just look at it. Just look at it. Just look at it. Just look at that. Look at that. Hey. That's the champ right there, ATM. Hats off, dude. ATM. That's nuts, man. PSA 10. Oh, my gosh. PSA 10 Vegito. From Assault of Saiyans. And then he got the Digimon yeah, Fusion man, seal. Dope. That was like the icing on the cake. That's yeah. a sick card, yeah. man. Dude, that is so sick. I see the MLC playmat the, underneath that. I see the Go the Gohan behind him. Oh yeah. His dra- his Dragon Ball collection is he's, out of control. This dude's living my life. Is that is that the uh the height of mastery uh Sun Goku, I think behind on the right side of the Vegito? That's Awakened Power Goku. That's the secret rare from Tournament of Power. Is that Awakened Power? Yeah. They kind of look similar. And then yeah. on the right of that is the uh, Rainbow Rare Goku from Heroes. I see that. And then he has a Frieza. The yeah. Dude's out Oscar of control. Is and, uh, dude is absolutely out of control. Guy's out of his mind. Guy's an ATM, dude. So ATM says that was the same seller we got our Gokus from. Holy crap. Nice. Mm. Jeez, dude, I'm I'm freaking peanut butter and jealous. That's wait, did you have nuts. the apex? Oh, I didn't. I did. Did I miss the apex? Did you post it this week? My bad. He said he got the apex of power too. Apex of power. Oh dang! Look at Chris oh, putting apex of power. Dang! Hey, we. Oh my gosh, we got to change ATM's name. That is hilarious. That is tight. He put the goat, uh, put the ATM, ATM put the ATM in goat, mon. So we had to change his name to Goatmon. 
That is hilarious. Wild. Anyways, ATM's a winner this week. That was a, I mean, this was a tough week, though. I mean, look at the stuff. Look, Damn. Look at this. If based on your preference, this could compete with that and could compete, you know what I mean? Like, all of these could compete with each other. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, dude. That, tough week. <laughs> that Vegito is not, you ain't competing with that Vegito. No competing. Well, shoot, if he did post that Apex this week, too, yeah, it's no no contest. Oh, no, he should have done it next week because that's, that's another banger of a card. The Apex one is... Absolutely nuts. Mm. All right. There you guys go. That's Gengar's Grabs this week. Let's get into the last segment of the night, TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. The chat is lit tonight. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Here we go, guys. TCG Battle Royale. This is our segment about the four TCGs we talked about. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon. We rank their newest booster release sets based on price, rarity, characters, artwork, all that cool stuff, and we put them in. We rank them against each other outside of their own genres. Okay? Here we go. Same stuff this week. And I'll, I'm sticking to it, and I'll show you why. Uh, number four, Dimension Force. Okay, you can pull some Ghost Rares. Or not Ghost Rares, Starlight Rares, my bad. Uh, but there's just not really any characters of, uh, you know, crazy... What's so funny? <laughs> They're just uh, referring to Goatmon as the other... Oh, it's hilarious, right? JT. The way he spelled it. Change JT's name to the other kid with, like, air quotes. <laughs> the other have, kid, have yeah. The other kid, and then have him as Goatmon with ATM capitalized. That'd be great. Hilarious. Um, so Dimension <laughs> Force, Dimension Force is cheap. You know, you're gonna find a box for 60, 70 bucks. And if you love Yu-Gi-Oh, you're gonna open this over any other box, right? That's just the way it is. But uh, the Starlights, yeah, it, it's dope. It's dope because normally, like, like when Yu-Gi-Oh comes out with a Starlight, uh, like Starlight boosters, I mean, it has Starlights in it. Yes, you're gonna get like one secret rare per box. Like normally, you get one secret rare per box, and then you get like four, you get two secret rares, and then you get four ultra rares. So in this case, how many? There wasn't that many ultra rares that were breaking like the, what, what were we saying? Like the five dollar, the ten dollar price, price point, ten dollar price point. But again, the cool thing about Dimension Force is like if you're really trying for the Starlight rares, yes, you can you can pair all three of those ultra rares together. So seven, seven, seven. So say if they're seven dollars, it's twenty one bucks. So yeah, that's a good chunk of change that you get back, but just make sure that you're chasing the starlights. And much like Denny said, starlights in this set aren't anything to write home about. It's not a red eyes. It's not a dark magician. It's not a blue eyes. It's not a main character. Yeah, it's not a rainbow it's dragon. Just, you know, it's just it's yeah. It's it's just cards that they picked from that are somewhat meta cards, I guess you could say, like yeah. that belong in meta decks yep. that that competitive players are going to use to like you know look snazzy and mm-hmm. bling out their decks. <clears throat> right. So um, I, I think it belongs as as a Yu-Gi-Oh head. I think it belongs on the bottom for sure. Now number three, Astral Radiance. Again, uh, the reason why is because you're you're going to be paying over a hundred something dollars for these boxes. Uh, there's only one card that can give you that kind of value right now. You're better off just buying it. Uh, that's the Machamp Altart, um, the Dialga Origin Palkia Origin. It's already down like you know a hundred percent or fifty percent from when it debuted. 
that's not a good sign. Um, I just don't like it. You know, when you look at the artwork too, compared to these other sets, you look at the future, who's going to remember this set? Like, think about it. Is Machamp going to be remembered in 20 years when we're all 40, 50 years old? And we're like, remember Astral Radiance? <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about Evolving Skies, Hidden Fates, you know, stuff like that, right? We're not talking about Astral Radiance. What the heck? So that's something I consider, right? This short-term this short term flash is is cool, but is it going to stay around forever? I don't know. I just uh, like the lead trainer box. Yeah, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. Um. Sealed is sealed is a completely different topic. Uh, Digimon New Awakening. It's going to be number two again, just because Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode is crazy popular, right? A lot of people like Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode, and I didn't know that. That was something I didn't know, right? I didn't grow up with that era. I'm Omnimon, you know, through and through. Omnimon, War Greymon, Metal Gurumon. Give me those guys. Those are my guys. Um, but a lot of people like the Imperial Dramon line, and this thing is loaded. You got Magnamon Alt. You got Raidramon Alt. You got Flamedramon Alt. Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode Alt, right? Not to mention, it's the secret rare in that set. So if you're talking about a guy who can carry the franchise and Omnimon disappeared, I would trust Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode with that. Now, is this card going to stand the test of time? I don't know, but I like Imperial Dramon more than I like Machamp more than I like a Starlight that I don't even know the character's name. That's what I'm trying to go for. Um, and Digimon's cheap, right? You're going to get a box for 70 bucks, 60 in some cases. Huh? Yeah, it's a typo. That's a typo. Okay, sure. Number one, Dragon Ball Super Ultimate Squad. That just dropped last week. Sorry for the typo. Um, but it's number one this week for one reason only. I have a feeling, right? I, I don't know if this is going to happen for sure, but if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in the next week. And that's the movie releasing in Japan next week. And then this just so happened to release a secret rare Gohan and Piccolo that's the freaking front cover of the movie. Like, the card looks just like the movie. You know what I mean? That's a catalyst for something to happen. Now, I don't, I don't know the success. Let's say it's 50-50 that it goes one way or the other. But you're talking about putting it in the you're putting a card in the right position to succeed. Character, Gohan, Piccolo. Artwork, it's from the freaking movie. Rarity, it's a secret rare, which in most cases is gonna be a case hit for Dragon Ball. That's kind of how they do it. Um the set is Ultimate Squad, which has to, everything to do with this movie release, and then obviously some other stuff too, but it has pictures, cards from the movie. Um and then no story, no glory. Depending on how this movie goes, this could be a huge catalyst for Gohan, and it could be a huge catalyst for this card in general. So it's number one this week because it's the newest set out, so it's going to be the hottest thing. Uh, but also, it has some serious... I mean, you would have thought, following up Realm of the Gods, anything that comes out after Realm of the Gods is going to be a dud. But you want to talk about something that could be... It's not going to be a $2,000 card, I don't think, but something that could have some flash and some flair... How about dropping the main character of the movie that's coming out next week in a set the week prior? Like it's just yep. that was smart. That was stupid smart because otherwise this Gohan Piccolo card might not be nothing, right? If there's no movie coming out next week, that thing could die in a week. But but you know Bandai, Bandai yeah Bandai is just Bandai is just smart like that. Where think about think about their Digimon release. Their Digimon release they. They had like the modern Digimon. They released like two, three booster boxes. And then they hit us with the classic. Going, 
saw that it was going well and said, hey, there's probably a bunch of classic heads out there. Let's throw the classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's and one of the classic, funnest sets to open. Yeah, and classic had to have done well because the, the most expensive car, which was the rarest one, was actually pretty cheap, which means that everyone was opening up this product, right? That's one way of looking at it, yeah. Yeah, everyone's opening up this product, so there's a bunch of product out there and nobody really wants to buy up the supply right now. Yeah, no secondary but, market. Yeah, but but they're but Bandai's marketing and the way that they go towards their community—that's what I'm saying. Yep, Dragon Ball does the same exact thing. Like it's like spot on, and I think Dragon Ball and Digimon are coming up quite a bit. So that's why my my focus is kind of gearing towards them. Yu-Gi-Oh has always done a really good job at separating all their different uh, like departments of like people who enjoy TCGs. You know? Oh you yeah. Your, oh your yeah. Competitive players. And Yu-Gi-Oh is you great. They're just they're yeah. like. They are consistently yeah, are just getting into it, like all kinds of shit. They just consistently do their job, though, so that's why it's not as exciting, right? Yeah, Bandai's exactly. new and fresh. Yu-Gi-Oh has been doing this for twenty-something years. They just always produce. Yeah, yeah, but Bandai, as I'm saying, like I have a lot of, a lot of hope in a lot of their secret rares. Like when they come out and it's a banger secret rare with like a with a Gohan or has. Well, like, you know what I think's like hurting a, Yu-Gi-Oh right now? No classic TV show. Minutes. Yeah, no, no, for real. Where Dragon Ball I Super think, and Digimon have shows coming out. Yeah, but the other thing too is that their Yu-Gi-Oh is starting to get more geared towards like finding more exciting ways to play the game, like in ter- in terms of like the meta. So like that's why they're coming up with different effect monsters like Pendulum Summons and X Y Z and all these different kinds of stuff because the actual gameplay of the card game is getting like you know boring and like the same. So. They're trying to add some new stuff to make it like a little bit more exciting, a little bit more fun. Um, but at the same time, when they do that, they have to add more characters. And when you add more characters, you know, if you keep throwing in blue eyes at the back end of the set, yeah, everyone's no one's gonna care about the new characters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh yeah, we got all these cool characters, but it's also by the sex, it's a starlight blue eyes. People yeah. are gonna be like, oh come on, man. Well, okay, so Eddie. Eddie's saying the best Starlight Rare you can pull is meta. We we knew that. But not only that, the high rarity meta cards are known to go up during time. We Yeah, we agree. But I think yeah, the, I the, the part of TCG Battle Royale, though, is if I say Dimension Force or Ghost from the Past, what are you going to say? Ghost from the Past. If I say Dimension Force or Battle of Chaos, what are you going to say? Battle of Chaos. Chaos. Because there are characters that can carry, right? That can carry that set to be on the next year or two. It, it'll survive five years. It'll survive 10 years. You know what I mean? Um, like a good, a good way to look at it is like, think of dimension four. See, even though it has starlights and that the starlight, the number one starlight, they will go up in value. There's that's yeah. Undoubted. There's, there's four other starlights that are dog water and you would be absolutely devastated. Had you pulled a $70 starlight? Like you might be super excited if you're you head like me. Um, I haven't pulled one yet. That was like a dog water starlight. But I'll go and buy Dogwater Starlights for seventy bucks, sixty bucks. But that's that's the detriment that you're <laughs> right. that you're gonna have to deal with is that I just pulled a one in five thousand, or I pulled a one in in two cases, and and it's worth fifty bucks. Well, and it's, remember, this, this is the same price as a secret rare or an ultra is, rare or something. You know, it's an overall analysis of the set. It's not a knock on that card. We know Starlights could easily outsell any of these cards on this list. Starlights are probably the rarest card on any set right here. But we're talking about the actual set. Dimension Force versus Astral Radiance versus New Awakening versus Ultimate Squad. How much does the box of the price or the price of the box cost? What are the pools you can get? What are the chances you can get that? 
Would it be better just to buy the cards individually? You know, all that stuff gets factored in. Who are the characters you can get? You know, all of that. Um, Dimension Force kind of gives me Genesis Impact vibes. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, and Genesis you're, Impact has uh, some serious meta. Genesis Impact had no. a lot of the link cards that were meta. Yeah, no. Genesis Impact is a hard one to go by because a lot of people like it because the, the the waifu. Yeah, character. yeah. Like there's a there's a bunch of like well, and that's little that, little Lala twin and whatever. Right. Well, um, that's that's what Dimension Force has going for it too. That Ghost Bell Mansion, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, Same thing. Wood, Ghost Dogwood. Um, yeah. No, there's another set that had um, like it had one Starlight that was maybe like ninety bucks, and the rest of them were like sixty, fifty bucks. There was there was one that I talked about before that was like forty five bucks. Was it Blazing Vortex? It been might have been Blazing Vortex or an- Ancient something. Yeah, it was one of those. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, Ancient Orchid. Anc- no, that was Collector Rares. Oh. Um. No. Yeah. Maybe. It, maybe it was something like that. You know. You know what we mean. We can't yeah. even remember the name. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the, the only Starlight in there, even if you pulled the best Starlight, yes, it was meta, and it was expensive. But even expensive meant a hundred bucks. And well, and now, meta too. Is it meta like Summon Skull? When Summon Skull came out, it was broken because it was a six star summon or a five star yeah, yeah. summon, and it had twenty five hundred attack power. That was unheard of. It was breaking everything. Jinzo, broken. No, so it's, it's more like current meta. It's more yeah. like current meta. It's not right. like it's not like broken it's, status. It's not a it, right. The current meta is you know a twenty combo, you know, turn yeah. <laughs> where yeah. back in the day like Jinzo could have just ended you. You know, <laughs> it's like right, right. We, or Cyberstein. You're done. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a different kind of meta broken, and that's where it's like yeah. this is like this was the best card of all time, type of conversation, which I don't think these are going to make it that way. All right. Last bit, let's go ahead and run through our checklist here on the Poke Tower Commandments. Real quick, I'm, I know last week we did a very in-depth, right? Very in-depth thing. Let me uh, move myself. Oh, 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 gosh, that was bad. Okay, let me move myself over here so you guys can see here. Now, again, this is our top five, top five, our Poke Tower Commandments chart here. We got five-star cards, four-star cards, three-star cards. This is based on a bunch of different things, not just one thing. Can't, it's not one size fits all. It's not black and white. It's character, artwork, rarity, set, no story, no glory. Here we go. First up, you got the Ghost Bell Haunted Mansion. That's the best card you can get out of Dimension Force. Again, rarity, it's got it working for it. Price, it's got it working for it. Um, the artwork, debatable, right? There's only so many people that like that. Uh, the set, debatable. No story, no glory. Okay, it's got some meta, but what else? What is is a kid gonna want this because they saw it in their show? That's debatable. You know what I mean? That's why it's a three star. Another mid card here. We got the uh, mid card. We got uh, Origin Form Dialga. Went from one hundred thirty dollars down to like sixty five seventy. Mid. Also, I don't really care for the artwork, and I don't care about the story of an Origin Dialga. I just want Dialga. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Uh, Ryudamon. This is the best card you can get in Digimon New Awakening. However, same story as Ghost Bell Haunted Mansion, right? Okay, it's got some meta. Uh, it's it's the most. It's the highest card, highest you know value card, and it's also got the rarity. That's cool. Um, 
But where's the story to this guy? Besides Meta. Yeah, nobody knows him. Right? When the Digimon Meta changes, what's going to happen to him? You know, the, all that stuff. He'll be a $30, $40 secret rare. Whatever. Yeah. Or he'll be an alt. You know, he'll be a $30 alt yeah. instead of a $70 alt. This is what it is. Chimeramon? He's got some stories, some glory to him. You know, he's kind of a bigger villain in the in the show, but other than that, he's just an alt art here, and uh, he's a mid price. You know, thirty, forty bucks, nothing crazy. Here's a new one. This is an SPR of Cooler. He's from Ultimate Squad. Now, the thing that well, he, the thing that Ultimate Squad did right, they feed, they went hard on the villains, and you will see here in a bit. Um, they did a great job with their villains. So you talk about artwork. This is a five star in the artwork in terms of my preferences. It's simple. Yep. It's aggressive. That's a great picture of Cooler. Now, he has his own movie made for him. That's big, right? This could potentially be a four star card, which is kind of why he's tied at the back end of this, this three star here. Uh, character, artwork, rarity. The rarity is an SPR. So SPRs typically only do well when sets aren't opened. So you just hope and pray that people don't open the don't open Ultimate Squad, and you know character artwork rarity the set Ultimate Squad okay, and uh, no story no glory he's got a little bit of everything but not you know he's not he's not overpowered you know popular. yeah the only thing he, he he doesn't have the only thing he doesn't have going for him is that like unless your parent unless you really like Dragon Ball and your parents rented the Frieza the cooler movies yeah from Blockbuster you, for mean, you. you may not know him you don't know him yeah it's a sick movie though sick yeah, movie sick Drowning Pool. Thick. Oh yeah. <laughs> number four, or not number four, but our four star candidates. We got the Machamp Alt Art. This is a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty dollar card. It went up over a hundred percent in just a week, and that was when TCG Player released the pool rates, saying that this was the hardest card you can pull. So people took advantage of that, and this card went from sixty all the way up to one hundred and forty. Um, is he going to carry the franchise? I don't think so. He's a four star. Magnamon, same story as Machamp, right? Very popular amongst some people. Good artwork, uh, good rarity, good card. Uh, Magnamon, you know, he may not be one of my favorites, but he might be top three, top five in, in some people's list for Digimon. Uh, and his, his price is there too, but, you know, he's, he's no Imperial Digimon, right? He's just kind of a tier under that. Next, you got the uh, Villains card. I forgot what it's called already. Uh, but this is from Ultimate Squad, and it has Frieza, Cooler, um, and Chill, I think. Mm. Uh, but anyways, this is an SPR. Now, there's another card within Ultimate Squad that has all the Z Fighters on it. This is a little different because I don't like the artwork. It's got that 3D, you know, movie mm. style. Like, it's not very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a four-star because there are popular characters on here, and it's also, you know... One of the few cards that Dragon Ball does on the landscape view. So that that could be unique. This could also drop to a three star real quick. You know, but um it's SPR, you gotta you gotta respect it. Some people like the villain cards. That's why I see some, you know, I see some potential there. Cell. That is the new cell card from Ultimate Squad. There are I'm not a huge cell fan. We have a lot of cell fans in the Discord. So this is an SPR. It's also one of the highest selling SPRs right now. He's he's around that twenty five dollar price range. It's just Cell doing a Kamehameha, which I think is actually a pretty good artwork. So you have character Cell, artwork, good, rarity SPR that could be a dagger if people open this stuff up. Um, set Ultimate Squad, 
to be decided. We don't know. We'll see how this movie goes. Um, and then no story, no glory. A lot of people like, uh, you know, sell. That's just, they love that saga. I'm not a huge Android saga, but some people like that sell Android saga. He's a four star because I think people underestimate him and he's actually more popular than we think. Another four star. This is that Gohan SPR I was talking about. He's got the busted arm there. Get ready to do his Kamehameha. Um, He's not five star because I think you guys got to stop living in the past, right? Gohan mm-hmm. is not 12 anymore. Mm-hmm. Gohan is not 12 anymore. And whether this movie does well or not may change your outlook of him, right? This is not the same character anymore. Completely different arc, completely different story. He's stronger now than he was then. You guys, you can argue all you want, but it's true. Ultimate Gohan is stronger than a Super Saiyan 2 Gohan as a child. It's just facts. I mean, he he almost soloed Golden Frieza. Um, he almost beats Kefla. Like, dude is Gohan strong. People underestimate that, but I think with this movie, it's yeah, going to push him past. Back. What's up? Just holds himself back. Yeah, he does, because he relies on Goku and Vegeta too much. Yeah. Um. But anyways, four-star, this could potentially be a five-star. The reason why it's four-star is because we've seen other Gohan, Teen Gohan cards, never reach that level of legendary. We've seen it happen already. So I kind of put it in that same category. Yep. Five-star, Frieza, SPR. Um, again, character, artwork. This is, a, this is the same artwork as the IARs that we have. You guys know that, right? Where Goku does the Kamehameha, the Final Flash. Same artwork. Uh, it's an SPR from the set. The original, or not the original, but the voice actor for Frieza did pass away. And his market is up in this new set. Um, Ultimate Squad. So Unfortunate, but it's facts. Yeah. Um, character, artwork, rarity, set. You know, Frieza, it, it has that five-star, I mean... If you had to pick a villain, I would say that he's probably in the top three for a lot of people. That's why he's in that five-star range. Right? You got Frieza, Boo, and who else are you going to pick? I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah. Janimba. Wow. I wouldn't have picked Janimba, but I would have probably picked Brawly. Uh, but he's not really a bad guy. He's not really yeah. a bad guy. He's just crazy. Yeah, he's a psycho. All right. Next. Imperial Jermon. Secret rare alt art. Same reasons here, right? Just what runs. What Imperial Jermon is that? It's Imperial Jermon alt art secret rare. <laughs> Why is he not black? Because that's this is paladin mode. Paladin mode, not fighter mode. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. Um. So again, this card's about forty to fifty bucks. Uh, you're gonna get almost all the value back in your sealed box if you were to happen to pull one. Uh, but a lot of people like this guy. Um, again, if, if Omnimon didn't exist, I think Imperial Jermon Paladin mode would fill that spot pretty easily. Next, Black War Greymon. He's, he's pretty meta. I think people are using him to build, uh, build their decks in the competitive meta. However, this is also an alternate art. So you got character, artwork, and rarity. Uh, the set, which is, I'll give the set, you know, a three and a half stars. So that's the only thing going against him. Um, but then you have story and glory, right? Black War Greymon's got a lot of story. He's got some huge character development, you know, and then he dies off in the show. Like, pretty good stuff. A lot of people remember him, and he's he's 
arguably the most desired card, most desired monster in all of Digimon. A lot of people like Black War Greymon. I don't know if that's my favorite, but he's up there. Um, this artwork, you know, I really like the other. I like the the 1.0 or the 1.5 alternate art more than this. But um, because this has some meta to it, you know, that makes it more interesting. Um, it's five stars for sure. This is the Z Fighters right here. So this is the, uh, what's oh. it called? What's it called? I don't uh, like it. Well, it's it's a it's a secret rare. So it's different than the villain card. The villain card's the SPR. Like this is a secret rare. I know you don't like it, but think about it. It is the epitome of Dragon Ball. Um Chaozu? I know. Well, you got Tien, you Tien? got Gohan. You got all the Z fighters, right? Oath of Z. It's called Oath of Z. Um Where's Yamcha? Get rid of him. Look, hey, look. I'm looking at I'm looking at how other people would feel. This is not my favorite card either, but you talk about a card that could be remembered, right? This is like a checklist kind of card. It's got everyone on it. I guess so. It's also a secret rare. It's got Goku on the front. And you always got a shot with Goku. And there's number five, or the last one. That's the Gohan Go uh, Piccolo Sig. Um, not signature. Oh my gosh, I need to go to bed. Gohan Piccolo Secret Rare. And that card is 150 bucks right now. I know. It's giving me Apex of Power, like Cross Spirits, Frieza, yeah. Goku. And that's what and that's what he said earlier, is that it could totally be that. But didn't those cards did explode? Those cards did I explode. Here's I the don't like it. Here's the difference. <laughs> here's the difference, though. The movie's coming out next week. I think it has a huge potential. Oh man, like I wish they would have went with a cooler color scheme. Like why yellow? Yeah, it should have been black or something. Yeah, like black. Give me give me black. Give me green, green. would have been like, sick. Purple. Red, yeah. I don't know. Purple, green. Red like, backdrop would have been clean. Yeah. Well, who knows? It might look really good in person. Baby blue, something. Dragon Ball know. does that though. There are cards that just look amazing in person. And they don't I look guess. right in a scan. Yeah, that's um, true. True. But give it a shot. This is it's it's a five star because you have to do the checklist, right? I know we are picky. We know what we're looking for when we're looking for a card, but let's do it. Characters, you got it. Artwork, debatable. Okay, let's give it a three and a half on the artwork. Uh, rarity, it's the it's a secret rare. It's the best card you can get in this set, which we know secret rares are case hits. Um, the set, debatable, right? Ultimate Squad. It could be it could be dead in a month. It could be. The next best thing because this movie kills it and people want this card. And then you go, no story, no glory. To be decided. There's a lot of... We got to see what happens next week with the movie. Right? But uh, you talk about a card that could have a shot, that's one of them. Um, And I think when you look at this, look at all these cards here. These are the best cards from the sets. Which ones are going to be the most memorable ones? Which one are you going to remember? You know, I think none of these. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm. Some, I'm. I'm being honest. Okay. I'm remember none of them. But you're not going to put them all in the three star tier. No, no. But I'm not. Right. You're going to remember some oh, more than others. How, how? No. How they are? How they are sorted out is is perfectly fine. I have no, no, like bad, bad juju with that or whatever. Um, I'm just saying in terms of right. These sets aren't the best, anyways. Yeah, yeah. This. This go about of TCG Battle Royale 
we've looked at a few of the cards, like, and we've some of these sets we looked at multiple ones. And I'm just like, I'm not. There's not a single card that I'm like, oh, I got to get that. Right. It's not like Realm of the Gods where you're like, this set is sick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Realm um, of the Gods, I was like, I got to get that. Card. It's not Battle of Omni. It's not Classic Collection. It's not Battle of Chaos. Battle of Chaos. Right. Yeah. Battle of Chaos. I got to get that one. I got to get that one. Yeah. You know, it would didn't so, matter if it was super rare and, or rare or fucking or ultra rare. It wouldn't hey, matter. I mean, and that's that's part of the commandments though is the set that the cards are in. So that's a huge factor people forget about. That it doesn't matter how sick that card is if it's in a dud of a set. It might get lost, you know. So that's always a, a something that could that could play into it. Yep. There you guys go. There's a full analysis of the TCG Battle Royale. What's up? I like this because you you can see all the cards from the different sets within this time, like right now. This, these are the best cards, and it's like, yeah, the best normal. modern cards out right now. Yeah, it's kind of we got a weak yeah. roster, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Good perspective. Right. Really like that. There we go, guys. That is it for episode 87. If you guys like the video, please, please like it. Share this with everyone. Um, we don't have anything else to share. Episode 88 next week. We're going to try and do something special for episode 100, so continue to send us your uh, ideas in the Discord. And I don't got anything else. You got anything for them? Uh, nope. We'll start please. talking. We'll start talking please box break you. next week. And share. Send this to somebody. Yeah, like, please if you share. Done it already. Send this to somebody. And also, I'm getting ready to tell a scary story. <laughs> share it on your Facebook. All right. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Peace. Later.